Welcome to tonight's episode of Hearth and Hammer. Hope that you all are doing well this evening. It's almost Christmas. I hope that you are excited. We are very excited to be here tonight, and we are looking forward to playing a little D&D. Um, just so that you all know, if you couldn't see in the video, if you're watching uh, the live stream or the uh, YouTube video, uh, Reborn, our wonderful dwarf, is uh, out this evening, not feeling well. So we are going to wish him well, and uh, our thoughts and prayers are with him this evening that he feels better. And we are going to take a little side quest with the party, so that way we don't continue with our main adventure without him. And so we are going to play it fast and loose this evening, and uh, just have a good time playing together. So hope that you all are excited for that. Uh, once again, this is episode three of our Hearth and Hammer campaign. Uh, we are still in the city of Hubberduke. And as far as our recap from last week, we'll get to that in a second. Also, once again, by the way, we do have the show in podcast form and also in uh, YouTube. So if you want to go catch that uh, video later on, it will be posted uh, within the next week. Hope you know what I have some time off, so hopefully before Christmas I'll get two and three posted up there. So two should be tonight. But uh, okay, anybody else have anything to say or announcements or before we get started? Uh, yes, real quick. Oh, Seth, you uh, quickly. Uh, oh, flip Colin and I's positions on the cameras. Oh. You were switched, but then as well again. in stream third and graphic seems to be cut off on your page. Yeah, that is weird. Oh, I know what it is. There it is. Those are, those are my quick announcements. Those are your quick announcements. <laughs> quick announcements. Yes. Everyone needs to be in their proper place. Indeed. So easily fixed. I had you guys correct, and then in rearranging things got moved around all right so now we are going uh oh one more announcement uh we are going to have a little background music and um sound effects this evening provided by sirenscape so we are thankful to them to be providing this and we look forward to using them throughout the campaign you should definitely check it out. They're awesome. They got a loads of great um, sound effects. Hey, Brianna, how are you? And we're going to attempt to first use that tonight. This Good job. So, um, but we're still, I'm still kind of learning it. So we're gonna, we're gonna dive in with it. Yes. Well, with that said, we are going to get into tonight's episode, episode three of Hearth and Hammer. All right. Uh, Reborn said uh, he can't hear us. And uh, on stream. Yeah. Tell him to listen better. <laughs> okay. Tell him to try harder. We're back. Um. You know what? Hold on. That might be a problem. Uh, he said, "There you. Go. There we go." I'm guessing he can hear 
He can hear us now? Well, he might be able to hear you. I don't know if he can hear me. Listen, listen harder. Tell him, Dr. Heels, tell him. Because <laughs> now, of course, my mic is acting like it's not there. Uh, we, I can we, hear you yeah, just we can hear We can yeah. hear our we can hear our No, I know I can you hear can hear me, party, but the stream cannot. But the stream cannot oh. hear uh, DM. That's yeah, that's a problem. That is a problem. Uh yeah, let's see. So, uh while we while we wait, Dr. Hughes How about now? Said there we that, go. Yeah, now we're back. Oh. Hey, sorry, you Mike. know what? We're just going to we're just going to start over. All right. So Let's just, get, let's just start over. Just I don't start remember over. the voice that I was doing. <clears throat> Carry on your wayward son. Original. All right. <laughs> okay, so hello and welcome to the stream. Technical difficulties this evening. Um, I was explaining that Reborn, our illustrious dwarf, is not with us this evening because he's not feeling well. So we're going to take a little side quest and just kind of play play it fast and loose with the story this evening so we're excited to have fun and just be here to play some D&D and provide some entertainment for you guys uh, Reborn's in the chat uh, so he's going to berate us mercilessly yes. you should give him a hard time for it and also if you are watching live be sure and uh, uh, pray for Reborn to, uh, to get to feeling better as well and uh, hopefully by the time this is on the podcast that uh, he is back to 100% uh, Absolutely. if you're listening yep. to the podcast Absolutely. Our thoughts and prayers are with him. So um, we also, just to let you know, if you, as Austin said, we do have the podcast version that will be up and also the YouTube that will be up. Hopefully um, we will get this one out faster. It's been taking us about a week, but hopefully we'll get this one and two up before Christmas because I have some time off. So um, we are excited to be here this evening and thank you for joining us. We, uh, let's see. Uh, we got a large crowd. Saying, I was also saying that we have a, we have a, uh, some in, some music and some sound effects provided by Sirenscape this evening. And we are super excited to be testing these out. I am learning them, so bear with me. Um, and, but we're going to try to have a little, little background music, a little ambiance. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's taking it to the next level. So, um, so thank you for joining us, and we look forward to entertaining you guys this evening. Okay, now we are going to get into episode three of Hearth and Heroes. Not Hearth and Heroes. Hearth and Hammer. What am I saying? Hearth and Hammer. All right, and let's talk about what we did last week. So last week on Hearth and Hammer, the party continued their adventure searching for the uh, escaped prisoner and the escaped prisoner and the kobolds that had helped it escape. It was the Goliath named uh, Skin Zabris. They went to the Firemark facility and got to see where um, 
the blasting powder was made uh, and talked to the head of that corporation there and learned a little bit about it and in doing so learned that there was one of their uh, chief materials uh, suppliers was missing and so they went to go try to find the gnome who uh, had been missing for a few weeks been sick offered a, a small reward for finding if she was doing okay upon entering her house the party was immediately attacked by another group of kobolds. Uh, they, they pushed through the ambush, almost lo losing Rowan in the process. And he, <laughs> but he survived, and they were able to capture one of the, the kobolds named Skrit. And Skrit uh, promised Brianna, you were to, indeed if they for spared first. him, to take them to his master. And so that is where we left off. And so you, you the party, uh, just left the home of our, um, of Nima, Nima Sinarid's house, uh, where the ambush had taken place, and with, with a, a kobold tied up in tow. And you are heading back towards uh, the tavern area uh, where, where you guys had stayed the night before. So, as you walk, what are you doing? Um, you said we're heading back towards the tavern that we stayed before? Yep, heading back towards the tavern. Uh, well, we're going to have to find a place uh, because we can't just go walking about the town with a kobold here. Uh, so we're going to have to find a place to be able to to put him and hide him for time being um so uh i'm not sure if you guys know of a place i mean you you guys are new here as you told me earlier and i'm new here yes. too so we might have to find some sort of place to lay low for a little while uh, as well as someone's going to have to watch sorry uh, mr kobold what was your name script uh, script i'm script Yes, uh, Skrit, nothing against you. We just don't trust you. So yes. uh, we're just going to have to find a place. That's uh, fair. That's fair. Yeah, uh, In, indeed. And because we, well, Theridin one... speaks up and says, Aye, let's find a place, and I'll keep an eye on this little ball of fluff. Oh, wow. Uh, Theridin, you sound a little bit under the... Your voice sounds a bit different. You sound a bit... Uh, I think I'm coming weird. down to something. <laughs> All these exploding kobolds. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, you we... sound more more manly, maybe now. Yes, or... yes, perhaps. Yes, much much deeper of a voice. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, lead on, lead on, Bard. Lead on. Yes, yes. So, so you'll watch him. I don't know where I'm leading you to, but if you'll watch him, maybe we um, could sneak him into a room in the tavern yeah, that we we're staying at, and we'll and we'll have you watch him there. Well, Bard, you up. seem to be someone that's that's fancy and uh, disguises in different kinds of illusion magic. Do you have anything that could perhaps uh, disguise our our, uh, our little furball here? Um, I mean, I could I could whip up an outfit, but <laughs> that's that's about all I. Skrit, Skrit, uh, he Skrit kind of pipes up and says, "Oh, oh, Skrit, Skrit has disguise. Skrit has disguise," and he like 
you know, his hands are tied, but he like pulls his hood over his head, you know, and obviously you can still see his like cobalt nose and snout sticking, <laughs> sticking out, but he's like, straight invisible. Uh, yes, uh, very inconspicuous. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and roll a perception and see if I still see him. Yeah. Do y'all know where Scrooge is? Uh, I can't seem oh. to find him. He's yeah. uh, I rolled, he's a, I rolled a twelve. <laughs> you hear, Did we you, lose Scrooge? You hear him be like, he <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yes, perfect uh, disguise works. Works. Right. Well. I don't I'm not even sure where he is. Hopefully, yes. Thurden still knows where he's at. Uh, so I, I, I got him on. I got him on a short leash, and he like pulls on the rope and almost knocks Scrooge over. Okay, well, don't remember, don't kill him. We yes. need him still. We, we like him alive. Okay, so you'll Very watch much. him. Okay. And perhaps so we can just get a room at the tavern. I believe the tavern mm. was... Was this way? That... Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention this morning. Uh, Scrit, Scrit, while we were walking, we had noticed some red mud on the, uh, on the floor in the building that we found you in. Did you find, where, where did you come across, across that red mud? Was it somewhere in a cave that perhaps you were hiding in or is that from, is that from the cave that, you know, everyone else is at that we will eventually, uh, that you'll take us to eventually? Uh, he kind of looks down at his feet and sees that they're, they're covered, you know, uh, kind of like caked with some, you know, dried red, red mud. He's like, oh, oh, I, I, I don't know. Pro probably cave, probably cave. Is this is this the 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 other cave or is this one that you recently stayed in? Who knows? Who knows? Pro probably cave. Probably cave. <sighs> Only one cave. Good stay. Good stay. All right. Is that All the right. same cave as the master? Oh yes, master's cave. Master's. Yes. All right. Okay. Yes. Interesting. That's... Is that? Um, I, I don't remember if we asked last time. Is that where Nima is? Uh, we were told to come find Nima in in the home you guys were in. From what oh. I can recall. He doesn't know too much, but yes. yes. Uh, some tiny lady. We assume as much, yeah. Yes. Yes, tiny yes. lady. Yes, tiny tiny lady. Okay. And she's she works for master. Cave. Uh, she's she works. Okay, she's there voluntarily. Okay. Uh. No. It's entirely involuntarily. It's yes. not. It's not a good thing. It's not a good setup we've got going on here, Jace. She's trying to find trouble. If, if Nima was working for him, or if, if Nima was the prisoner. No, no, yeah, she's definitely a prisoner, but when we say prisoner, he thinks of the big honking lady that we've been chasing around for three days, two, however long. Okay. I'm so right. sorry, guys. The tavern was actually... It was actually this way. And then... <laughs> <laughs> as, you, as you pass right. any number of people and... and... And you know, guards and such. Yep. All right. So uh, we head we head towards the towards the tavern. So you, to, you guys are to heading towards the tavern and uh, to try to sneak him in. Sneak yes. him in. All right. So you get to the door of the tavern, and uh, it's probably mid afternoon at this point. With uh, going to the Firemark facility. And heading to the um, to Nima's house, uh, so you know there's starting to be those early customers for the afternoon evening who have wandered in, and it's it's starting to get a little busy, but not too busy. And you can uh, roll a 
roll a. Yo, what's up, Yosh? How are you, my man? Stealth check. Um, Is this oh, with help? Because we're all trying to hide him. Well, sure. just one of us. Roll, roll it. Roll a stealth check, and then uh, with just a, just a flat stealth check, and we'll go from there. Okay. It's maybe one of those Everybody times to put your bardic, uh, your bardic oh, performances you're, to... You're, you're um, not all really trying to be stealthy. You're more trying to hide Skrit kind of between you as you walk in. Um, so it's it's stealth or deception. Definitely demon we'll unseen. I'm clean. Well, my I'll stealth roll a was a... I rolled a seven for stealth. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Can I use my uh, ring of woodland shadow to... Advantage you, on the self row, you can absolutely. <laughs> That's a nat one. Let's see if I can do a little bit better. Well, the That's advantage. 24. That's right, 24. Okay, so between oh, Lee and Jace, uh, kind of covering for him, Jace, you know, Lee is, is kind of trying to like sneak him in, and, and Jace is is being the deceiving he's kind of like walking in covering you know trying to be as tall and broad as he can um and then you know you've got uh theridan uh trudging along behind you with his mm -hmm. plate armor being like clanging clang 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 and but he's like you know he's he's like holding this rope that just kind of disappears uh between yes. like your robes as you're <laughs> as you're walking in but everyone kind of well, looks to see as you go for it, yes, roll it. it, but you don't roll for initiative. You well, know. you've never seen a halfling before. <laughs> go back several to your people, breakfast. Several people quickly, quickly kind of avert their gaze. Um, <laughs> and then somebody's like, it's mid afternoon or so. <laughs> Brunch, whatever. <laughs> Elevensies, I'd still be having a breakfast. <laughs> so, all right, so you're headed uh, just straight up to your rooms then? Mm hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. Are we all so gathering in the same room to to kind of hide him? Like, should we? Yeah. So, so you get up up onto you get upstairs to the to the landing, and and Theridan's like, "Oi, just go into my room there for a second, and we'll we'll chat it out, and I'll I'll keep him in there. I'll I'll tie him to the chair." Yes. I was like, it's going to end poorly, but okay. Remember, <laughs> I did it. Remember, Theridan, don't kill him. So we need him alive. Entirely. Yes, yes. I'm also, he explodes if you do you kill him. Do. So yes, yes, that will draw attention. Yeah. Don't let him yeah. explode either. Um, so um, Skrit kind of <laughs> whimpers when you talk about him exploding. Yes. So um, I don't know about you guys. I almost uh, I was quite injured. Still am a Indeed. little bit. Yes. Um, I could use a short rest, maybe a cat nap. Maybe get this arrow out of you my want shoulder. Cat? You want a cat? Is that what you said? No, no, cat. Nope. Please, please. Oh. <laughs> uh, he wants please. to nap with my cat, but he can't get near him. I don't understand. Please, no cats. Uh, he'll, he'll come with you Thank for your you. nap. Uh, but but I could use a short rest. Uh, while we're here at the tavern, if we could if we could uh take a short rest, I'm uh. That way I can tend to this arrow wound here, and uh, oof, also, yeah, oof. Uh, if we if we were to regroup in here, maybe take a short rest in here, I could serenade you guys with a song, 
and and be able to help recuperate any additional hit points that you guys uh, might need. Okay, so you guys are going to take a short rest? Sure. Okay. Yep. So you take a short rest, about 30 minutes to an hour, uh, sitting in there, you know, contemplating uh, bandaging wounds. Um, you can you can heal up if you are still damaged. Mm -hmm. uh, equal to, you can use some of your hit dice, which are located in the short rest tab. Short rest, mm -hmm. okay. So I click short rest. I did it. And then hit die, yep. Oh, and you also get, since I'm doing Song of Rest, everyone also gets an addition, an extra 1d6. Oh, nice, okay. Heal, so I'm you can just that, I'm, I'm fully click on the- I'm sure you were the, the most damaged, Rowan. Mm -hmm. But okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, I'm spending so this you... time just casting Produce Flame, like a certain, you know, <laughs> fire wizard. Just like <laughs> on. Uh, Do I need to roll a one d eight now? Because I clicked it and it didn't give me any health. But I, but I have a slot taken now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Roll, roll, and, and you'll get it back. Wait, what slot's taken? Okay, so it's a one d eight. I need to roll. Roll plus the one d six. Man, that straight to the corner. So that's five. So, and then an additional one d six for my song of rest. Hopefully, I'm full health now. There we go. Did you get back to full health? I sure did. Nice. <sighs> that was a great right. nap, guys. Thank you so much. I feel. All right. So come to the <sighs> end of the short rest. Uh, and you, you, Reborn has, or excuse me, Theridan has uh, tied Skrit up to the single chair in the room with the small table. And uh, Skrit is, is wrapped up in rope, but he's kind of like, just kind of like napping. Uh, you know, he, he, he can't move his arms or anything, but he's just kind of like, you know, head down on his chest. Yes. He's, 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 he's wrapped up like, like you swaddle a baby is what you're telling me. Kinda. He's swaddled so, right now. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, but, but tied up. That's kind. You know, and tied to the chair. So. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm going to take one of the Thirden is very gentle with him. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take one of the pillows off the bed and like nest it between his shoulder <laughs> and his chin so he doesn't have neck cramps later. Nice. That's, I'm, I'm that's sure he'll kind. appreciate that. Yes. Yes. Ooh, All right. Get so, into like the local bold. Thirden, uh, don't mind you know, Skrit. Thirden whispers, all right, you go on ahead and report back anything you find. I'll make sure this one doesn't explode or get away. Hey, uh, where exactly are we going on ahead? I, well, does anyone know where we're going? <laughs> we did have this. that some other thing, other clues to follow. Yes. Yes. There's, the there's more information clues. to find here. Of course, well, who, I know exactly what other has, clues we're talking Who has the clues? Who has the items that we found in the prison? They've all been taken uh, from me, but we have the, the, the crab. Other, the <laughs> chick that blew us off. The, the bounty well, hunter. I, she she yes. had something else. She had something. But didn't we also recover something else? Yes, we you had the, the crab. Didn't you have something else? Yeah, these uh, crab. Uh, I'm not doing the, the right little, uh, Yes, the little automaton mm. thing. This uh, crab-like. Yeah. Uh, automaton, along with uh, we have some blast. By the way, guys, powder. hope everyone is doing well in chat. The automaton crab, and now a map to the uh, copper contraption. 
So we need to investigate this automaton crab, is what you're telling me, Tandon. Yes. I I mean, it only not makes only, sense, right? Not not only have you sound you sound more manly today, you yes. seem to be having some great ideas as well. So you are having great man. memories. This is uh, quite the change of pace, but yes. I I suppose we would chase down these clues. Yes. Where, did, where would Chasing one down these research? Right. On your way so, out, tell them to bring me some food and drink. We'll send you up some mead yes. and some Definitely lunch. Some mead. As we uh, close the door and walk out, I said everybody else, all right, we need to make sure to send them up some water and uh, some uh, stale bread. Yeah. We'll <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to get me some more of that bean water, but have them send him some too. He'll hate mm. it. Yes. Cheers to the bean water. Yes, bean water. Mm -hmm. So, so you go down and order him some coffee, and and some bread. <laughs> uh, Where's your stalest bread? Yosh. And how much for that? I don't have anything for that. Any bread that I you have, haven't though? quite thrown out yet for Just some reason? Me. Maybe in the back of the uh, back of the cupboard somewhere. Maybe some rats have gotten yes. into it. Actually, preferably if it's already been thrown the... out. That's fine too. <laughs> yes. Possibly left over on somebody's yeah. plate. Yeah. Yes. The, the barkeep looks at you strangely. I'm scooping crumbs off the floor onto a plate. <laughs> this is perfect. You'll love it. And then your finest meal for our friend named... Uh, it's just a friend. He has a weird name. His name is Skrit. Yes. Best meal you have. <laughs> Best meal you have. We don't care the price. <laughs> also, uh, third, in, uh, the room. Th this third in will pay for it. But when you get up yeah. there... Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> He's got plenty of gold for these bills. <laughs> All right, so he kind of looks at you and just goes, mm, "Okay," and uh, just <laughs> goes about doing what he was doing. Like there's our multi stream. It has everyone who's live right now. Is one, okay. one last request, Barkeep. Do you know of anywhere in in the town that might have uh, great mechanical engineers? Like, where would they be? Uh, I'm so sorry, uh, Mr. Barkeep. I'm not sure if you speak halfling. I don't need you to translate. I'm sure he can understand me. You're the only one that seems to have an issue. He so, so, for some reason he sounds angry now, and I'm not sure quite why. Uh, but if you need someone to translate, I believe Jace is able to understand. Sounds like the governor says something terribly. I can. Yep. The, All right, the I didn't get that one. I apologize. Looks, looks at Rowan and, and says, "Oh, I, I I can understand him." Gosh, all and these so people he, here can he speak says, halfling. <laughs> he look. He looks at you, uh, Pete, and he says, "Oh, I. Th there's several, several uh, tinkerers and, and engineers throughout the city. Um, they're really, really, the the best bet would be going down into the lower part of of Hupperduke and and um, and asking around down there. Uh, they'll probably be able to point you in the right direction." Um, but the there is one place up here on the on the upper tier, uh, with a with an odd pair that you that you could go check out. It's, well, uh, we're already up here in the upper upper uh, tier. Yes. We might as well check it, that place out first. It, it's a it, it's a it's an odd combination. Uh, it's it's part uh, forge and tinker shop, and uh, and also has a, a a small small inn uh, as well. I mean, there are, there are many inns uh, on the upper upper levels here, but there are very few, uh, you know, forges or tinker sh tinker shops here. 
Uh, most of those are all down below, but this one is is kind of a combination of both. And you can find it. Oh, let me let me think. What's the what, what's his name? We might be able to just wander oh, around a bit. The it's... name is is the Hearth and Hammer. Oh, oh. That sounds, sounds lovely. Awesome. We should visit. It's, yes, wow. it's it's a it's a nice little. Sh I mean, like not as good as as my keep here, my sure. my tavern here, but of course not. Uh, and what's know, this what place is, called again? This it's tavern's called, called? called the Hearth and Hammer. Okay, that's called the Hearth and the Hearth and Hammer. But what's this one called? What's this one called? Missed the one we're here. Well, it's on the sign. <laughs> you can read it on your way out. You're right. Of course, I can read. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, he he point he gives you direction to uh, the uh, small a small section of the upper part of the city that's close to the um, the the platforms that take you down to the lower portion of the city. So uh, he so he he points you in the right direction and and you're able to head that way. In case you couldn't tell, Barden, I know you're going to say you can't understand me. This place reads the Blushing Tankard Tavern. Ah, yeah, so it does. Blushing I hate you. <laughs> Thanks for, uh, I had no idea you could speak common. Thank you for enunciating your words uh, and pointing that out. He's learning. See, he pointed and he sounded out the words in common. I'm so, yes. I'm so impressed with you. You are growing so much just before my eyes. If you catch on fire, I'm not putting you out. <laughs> okay, well, we need to find more words for Pete to read because <laughs> I can no longer understand him. He, he, I believe he said he was he was showing his affection to you, if I understood correctly. Oh, yeah, yes, that's uh -huh. Yep. <laughs> He's like a little brother. Yes, that's what he said too. And I, Something and like I that. Pat him, and I pat him on the head. All right. It's uh, right. like God's right. We could have a... A little altercation today. Um, okay, so who's who's leading the way? Uh, is Rowan leading once again? I'm I'm fantastic with directions. He said this way. Mm, no, this way. Yes, that way. I'm uh, sorry. Roll, roll a d twenty. D twenty. It is just no other. That's a nat. I got a nat twenty. <laughs> wow. Nice. Nice. Okay. Just getting nice. those nat twenties out of the way now. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into combat. <laughs> so as you get in the way of a good time. That's right. So as you uh, wind your way through the upper city streets, you find yourself facing a odd site that is part forge and what you could see is, is maybe like a tinker shop or, or something. You know, there's definitely some work being done. But then it also has like half of the building is also like a small tavern. Like the, like there's a few a few rooms you know, available. But then the other half is this um, half open, half enclosed workspace. You know, there's what? kind of the forge that's outside, but it's right, covered. And then there's you can Good see a doorway that goes into where there's a shop. Uh, daughter came up next to the forge, and. Uh, you know, in inside there, you, you can kind of see lights and stuff uh, from windows and and, and uh, lanterns in there as you're approaching early evening. 
What are some of the some of the color details that we're noticing, like textures and things? <laughs> some of the colors and textures. Uh, so it, it kind of looks like two buildings that have been jammed together. Mm. Um, so, you, like I said, you, the 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 forge and, and the the shop on one side are uh, very industrial. Very there's there's you know pieces of metal. Um, there's the 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 forge is covered uh, with kind of a a metal uh, awning or roof that kind of sticks out. And there's uh, you know like an anvil and, and some workbenches out front, as well as what could be like an outward-facing stall uh, if someone were to have things you know be selling things from there. There's nothing out on there now, but it's kind of just like um, a metal table with like a wood uh, wood sign on on the front of it um, that that says Hearth and Hammer uh, in kind of like. Um, pieces of metal and wood that have been nailed or screwed on kind of like I said very very industrial looking uh, onto the front of the stall and then uh, but it but it's also open like you could walk into that kind of little front area of the um, of the shop side and you could walk in past the forge into the shop uh, so there's kind of a path that goes if if you're looking at it the forge is on the uh, on the right side and like i said it's it's a it, you can kind of see through the fire like there's some movement like the maybe the forge is is double-sided uh and on nice days can be on the inside and the outside and then on the sh on the the tavern side um it's pretty traditional uh but it's really nice um nice wood uh, building with uh, a few a few details and trimming in metal uh, like you know like the, the end caps of the roof and and like the shutters have you know like um, nice metal uh, hinges and, and um, you know, brackets around them keeping it together very polished um, it's uh, it's painted kind of just kind of like a, a, a brown, like a dark brown stain, but then like um, like green highlights uh, around it too kind of thing. And like I said, whereas in the, the shop side, it's just kind of like metal industrial um, kind of mixed in with, with the wood construction. So, And you see a sign right. uh, over, the, over the, the kind of walkway that goes between. So like I said, the walkway goes between the forge and then kind of uh, goes to the shop. And then there's a door for the shop, but then there's also a door for the tavern. And they're just kind of right next to each other. All right. And the tavern side has a green door, and the shop side has a metal door. Pete, can you read the sign here for this tavern? It's oh, no. H. I don't know how to read anymore. It's... Okay. Can you, can you read it? I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, it's there's an H. So w w what does the the H sound like, Pete? Hit you in the face. Close. Yes, if I can reach close. that far, yeah. Yes, very close. We'll work on it later. All right, you guys are bonding so much. I love it. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's adorable. Um, perhaps we could finish this yeah, exercise after we speak to the uh, person inside. So you, you hear the sounds of 
you know, kind of like hammering, uh, like someone's working on on a forge, uh, you know, on the inside. Mm -hmm. right. All right. Lovely so which door do you go in? Uh, I would go through the shop door. I think it would be more beneficial to go to the forge where the metal is, since we're looking yes. for a metallurgist. Yes. Okay. Perhaps. But so what if in. he's selling an autonomous crab? The door is the door is open. Uh, you know, like I said, it's it's getting towards the end of the day. The shop's mm -hmm. still open, but um, you know, it's it's still there. So you you're gonna go in. Uh, says he can only hear. Not sure if it's what us or them. Yep. Nope. Listen it harder. Was, it was definitely us. Reborn. Ah. Um. Again, technical difficulties today. Goodness gracious. Um. <laughs> I said there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. And this is why people have <laughs> other people to control all of the stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you've completely missed the description of the nice joint tavern and shop called the Hearth and Hammer. I guess yes. you heard me say it, so. Um, okay. That's true. Uh, so you're, you guys are going to go into the shop side, you said? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and what, um, who's, who's walking in first? I'll go in first. I'll follow him behind. Sure. Yep. Following in with them. And yeah, excited and curious in. about what they have for sale. Yeah. And I'll follow in after everyone. And I'm kind of just looking around, scoping out the area. Uh, in fact, can I do a fiddle with check? different things? Hmm. Uh, as I walk in, uh, can I yes. do a perception check? Yes, do a perception check. I'd like to as well. Okay. Remember where that is. I'm curious about what they're selling in the shop. Oh, ooh, okay. Twenty-four. Okay, twenty-four. Mm -hmm. uh, so you walk in, and you see a gnome who is um, got a a small anvil who is in front of the in front of the um, forge there, and he is got goggles on and he's clanking away at uh some some piece you're not exactly sure what it is uh but you see um odds odds and ends across shelves and uh, all sorts of of things there um and as you as you walk in you see uh him look up and he notices you okay. he says i can I help you uh, yes, and I'm going to throw my backpack over my shoulder, kind of slam it on the table and pull out the autonomous crab. Uh, you wouldn't have happened to see one of these before. Oh, oh, let, let me see that. And so he reaches out uh, to take it. Do you hand it over to him? Yes, I'll let him okay. take it. All right, so he, he takes it, this little uh, crab autonom automaton and begins pouring over it uh you see him raise his goggles up put him back down kind of adjust something on on his goggles there kind of, kind of zooms in looks at him and uh 
and says, oh, yeah, yes, very much. I definitely recognize this. This is, well, this is something that I, I have, um, that I have created here. Um, and he begins looking it over. Uh, it's called a, it's called a Vox Seeker. But um, something's not quite right about it. And he continues inspecting it and, um, you know, turning it over, turning it over in his, his hands. Uh, and he says, oh, obviously it's, it's been destroyed, but there's something, something else. It's, it's not, you know, my goodness. I, I don't think this is actually mine. I think somebody has copied it. What? Interesting. Yes, is... I, I think somebody has copied it. Uh, how can you tell? Well, I mean, all of my, all of my creations, I leave a signature. Uh, plus, this this just has just no refinement. It's it's just kind of a crudely done. Uh, it's like a it's a crude copy of of the things that I have made in the past. And this is this is not to the quality that I would have let anywhere close to being let out of out of the shop. What would be the the purpose of the original? Oh, the the purpose. I, I mean, it's it's any number of things, but uh, you know, it it has the ability to track sound, and um, it can provide a, a little electric jolt sometimes. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things that kind of you kind of come comes to you and you create it, and you don't really know if it's going to work or if it's going to work as you think it's going to work. Um, and then you end up with, uh, with, you know, something like this, but, but again, this is not something that I've, I've made in a while, but, uh, again, this is, this is a crude copy of it. Where, where did you find this? Oh, by the way, so I'm so sorry. My forgive my manners. And he hops off his, his, uh, stool where he was, uh, working on the anvil and he says, my name is Wiltix Windegrip. Yeah. Uh, pleasure's mine. Uh, My name yeah. is Jace Verde. And I am the purveyor of the shop here. I'm Lee. Uh, we, we discovered it at the uh, prison outbreak that happened uh, last night. You did? Yeah. Well, I, I heard there was an explosion and, and something about a prison escape, but I hadn't paid too much mind to it. Uh, what... How was it? How did you find it? Like, what did, How was it involved? Uh, we think it possibly is what uh, was used to set off the explosion, or possibly carry the explosion into the prison. Hmm. Hmm. Oh my. Oh my. That is that is disturbing news indeed. Um. Yes. Hmm. Definitely. Definitely not something I would have. I would have created this for. Um, insight was... check. <laughs> Roll an insight check. Find my stats. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, from what you can tell, he seems honestly, you know, aghast that something that he created was used in a in a prison escape. So. So, yeah. Do you have so any you, idea who might have wanted, uh, or who would be able to copy your? You know, uh, you know, creation? that's a great question, Lee. Yes, the yes, absolutely. Uh, I would, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you about um, someone who used to be here a while back, who who 
had a habit of copying other people's work. Um, let's see. He... Hmm. Yes, yes. Um, let me think of his name here. Yo, what is up, Citizen? Uh, and Pastor Austin. What's up, my guys? The, we his, are doing a little bit of investigating in our D&D campaign. Stallmast. We're on Stallmast, yes. That was the one. Uh, he was talented, but he was just impatient, and he cut corners by, by copying other people's work rather than come up with something of his own. Interesting. And uh, this Ron Stormest, where where might we find him? Oh, if we'd like to talk to him further. Honestly, I, I haven't seen him in uh, quite some time. Maybe he was he was honestly kicked out of out of the the city. Ooh, last okay. I knew. Interesting. Oh, does he have mm. any connections in the city, family, or anything like that? Uh, none that I know of. Uh, definitely not within uh, within the guild. Okay. I mean, the the crafters here here in the city, you know. We, we, you know, he, he just too often was stealing other people's work, uh, yes. trying to pass it off as his own. And so, you know, we, none of us, I, I would imagine, would. Yo, Citizen, I just looked at it, man. It looks dope. Looks good, man. Uh, do you know if maybe in the lower part of the city they'd be able to uh, maybe lay low, probably uh, do some work there, uh, create some things? Um, it'd be very unlikely that there would be some place. I mean, this this is a, a city of industry, and, and it is geared towards the war effort for the Dwendalian Empire against against the Kryn Dynasty. I mean, there are plenty of of guards as well as our own militia, and they keep a pretty close watch on most of the of the you know things being created in the, in the lower portions of the city. I mean, we don't have a huge yeah, it took a while on Montu, man. Of abandoned yeah, it looks dope, place. dude. I like it. I'm sad I didn't get to use it today. Yes. I mean, we are next to the mountains. Where are which seems I should be able to use it. Ran off into the mountains somewhere, or, or I, I honestly don't even know. Hmm. Um, well, uh, okay. is your shop, shop open for business still? Or I know it's getting late. Uh, it, honestly, I was about to close. Uh, okay. It's, it's well, about dinner time, but I'll tell you what. Uh, for bringing this to my attention, if you give me some time, and uh, if you can, if you can provide the materials, um, I could fix this for you, and you're welcome to keep it. That would be a yes. greatly appreciated, actually. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. Yes, absolutely, so, absolutely. Uh, what sort of materials, materials would we need? Oh, oh yes, I, I, I can probably, I can probably gather them here, uh, but in order to fix it, it is going to cost. The, you know, I need to to make sure. Yeah, I have a blur added monsters. Uh, continue to provide for my own stuff here. So stream it'll be FX. probably say fifteen gold. I think that's something right. we can manage. Yeah, certainly. Okay. Uh, if you want to come back in in a few hours, or come back tomorrow, and and uh, I can I can have it ready for you. Uh, thank you. I'll yes, go ahead you. and uh, uh, pay now for it. Okay. I would greatly appreciate it. So you hand over the 15 gold. Go ahead and subtract that from your... Okay. Uh, and 
Well, you're here. If you, uh, if you, it is about supper time. If you are hungry, uh, feel free to go uh, next door to our, the other part of our, our fine establishment here, and and uh, and get some food there. Who might we uh, be talking to to about, you know, food meals, many meals, please? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That would be uh, my my business partner and friend, uh, Brackhill Greyhound, or Greyhand, excuse me. Right. Uh, is he also uh, a gnome? Oh no, 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 no! He is a dwarf. Oh. But one of the friendliest you'll ever meet. That's friendly a, dwarf. I had a great Aaron experience. Aaron is friendly. I've yet to see him cause anybody harm. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's very <Me>? true. <laughs> that's very true. He's yet to harm anyone, even when necessary. Yeah. It's a huh. real kind fellow, him. Yeah. <laughs> all right so uh he's friendly with know, his actions maybe not with his words you, yes. you come in when you came into the shop uh there's another doorway right there with an open door that actually it's almost like you know you step into the shop yeah the blur makes a world turn, of difference too and go to the right to to get into the shop but there's there's a, a joint door that can be closed and locked off when you know the shop's not in business but the tavern is uh, and it's open currently, and you do kind of hear uh, people in the common common room. Um, and so, uh, yeah, if, if, are you going to make your way into the common room of the tavern? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. sure. Okay, uh, you make your way in, and you... Uh, oh, nice. That's smart, though. Hear a little bit more... I have my scene on 20. I used to use is what I'm using. Of people talking and people coming in for dinner and and you see full tables even though it's not uh, a, as large you do you see just a lot of people in here um, like they're in here they're having a good time uh, people coming in from the the forges and the workshops below and uh, you do see immediately thank you uh, dude. a dwarf Appreciate it. who is running around uh, you know has a leather apron on and is, is serving serving people uh, and you hear his his boisterous laugh occasionally um, and you can uh, see him making his way towards you as as he you know drops off uh, uh, something to a table and he says oh uh, welcome friends welcome welcome to the hearth and hammer my name is my name is Brackhill Greyhand what can I do for you uh, quite, quite a lovely establishment here. Uh, well, thank you very much. I, I have put a lot of work into it with my friend and partner, uh, Wiltix, over there. Hopefully, he treated you well. I see you're coming from his shop. Uh, he did. Yes. We're hoping, hoping to get a little oh, bit of nice, food. And absolutely, absolutely. There's, there's quite a few open spaces. Enjoying the, so. the band here and the, the excitement and everything going around. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, so, you know, we I allow people to come in and, and play on occasion. So, yes, by all means, come in and sit down. Sit sit at the table where you like, and I'll be with you shortly. And he bustles off to to go, you know, refill yes. cups and, and plates for other patrons who are shouting for Yeah, he attention. still wasn't feeling, he wasn't feeling well. So, yeah, so you guys go and sit down? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, we'll go take a seat. 
Okay. So you go in and have a seat, and he comes back within you know five minutes or so, and and brings brings full mugs of of something you didn't even ask for, but uh, he says, "Oh, here, the first drinks on me. Hope that you enjoy it." Uh, I feel obviously, if you've been doing business over there, then we like to treat our customers. Yes, like appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. The kind. second one will cost you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and he uh, he says, "Now uh, you were wanting some food as well, I hear." Yes, please. Oh, yes, yes, please. All right. Yes. All right. We'll, starving. We'll bring we'll bring out a meal shortly and and get you on your way this evening. Yes. Do you have a menu of some sort, so are we just? Uh... Oh, you'll have what the chef is cooking. Yes. Perfect. It smells delicious. I don't have many complaints, so I imagine you'll like it. And he turns. He turns and walks off towards the kitchen. All right. Hmm. Well, this is a see. The portions are made to fit my hands. That's my size. It's pretty nice. Uh, I don't think he's brought any food yet. I think he's walked off towards the kids. Drinks. We have drinks. Oh, okay. Yeah, drinks. I was like, what? Do, uh, don't eat that if you found that on the floor, Pete. <laughs> oh, yes. The, the, the drinks are quite nice, and Tavern is, seems to have quieted it down. Uh, yes. Um, yes. So, um, roll. Oh. If, if you've taken a drink, roll a perception check. Oh, boy. Taking a drink. Oh. So. Okay. I was gonna say I actually d- chose to stick with my bean water. Yeah, that music carry, shutting carrying off it around. Makes me think. Yeah, just thirteen. Carrying it around with me. I rolled, I rolled a seven. Okay. A seven. That's okay. That's not a big deal. This uh, is delicious. So, no, so Rowan tastes it, and he's like, you know, um, this is, you know, you, you taste it, and it it tastes like something you've had before that just you really really appreciate but you can't quite put your finger on it um, wow this is you've got to try this jace um, um see you're still drinking your bean water but there's something familiar about it i can't quite the rest of you um, you all right the rest of you taste it and you get um the immediate taste of like your your favorite drink whatever that is it tastes like your favorite drink. Exquisite. And I, I do now drink. This is this is incredible. What does it what does it taste like for I mean, you? I mean I do an Arcana drink on it before I or Arcana, Arcana check. Drink. <laughs> um you can do an Arcana check, yeah. Mm, strong sixteen. Okay. Uh, it just seems it seems like there maybe there's there's kind of something to it like it's just a, a nice little concoction that maybe he's got here i'll go ahead and take a swig okay taste taste just like the you know your favorite favorite drink growing up that you... mountain dew voltage <laughs> uh, yes indeed some some uh, mountain rainwater yes. with uh, charged with electricity just yes, like mom used to make. <laughs> Just like mom used to make. That uh, homemade mead, indeed. Yes. Tastes uh, exactly yeah, so... like Tang. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. So oh, he wow. comes back around with a chuckle and, and says, Oh, so how'd you like your first drink? 
It's uh, well enough to get a second for sure. All right, all right, absolutely. Well, here's your here's your plates and and here's your drink, and uh, for and the the second drink unfortunately isn't going to be the same chat. as the first. Same as the first. That's, How's everyone doing today? It's Hope a you're nice doing well. little nice little uh, something oh. I like to give to to first time customers. Yeah, um, all right. What must we do to get more of that first one? Um. Well. I'll come talk come to back me if you'd like. Time. All right. Come talk to you when? Come, just come back to me another time when I'm not so busy, and uh, maybe we can, I can give you some more. But for now, here's the the house house mead, and he gives you down something else, it's, and he sets it down. It's um, mead, but it's got you know a different color, and uh, you know. All right. It still smells good, looks good, but not the same thing that you had in your first glass. So. Mm. Sets down a plate of food, nice uh, side of um, meat, you know, seasoned and prepared uh, with some potatoes and, and some uh, vegetables there as well uh, for you. So you guys dig into a nice hearty meal that you haven't had for a while. Uh, much better than, than the Blushing Tanker Tavern. Um, but yeah, yeah so you... you Sit down and enjoy a meal. I'd like to say I feel bad for Thurden for missing this, but... Should we just leave him there? Stay here? Uh, that that was kind of my thoughts. What do you what do you all think? I'm not entirely against it. <laughs> he does have valuable things with him, though. Uh, I am a bit worried about Skrit. Yes, as yeah. am I. He had, to, yeah. he had to wake up at some point, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Surely we What's heard the explosion. As you are finishing your meal, um, roll a perception check. There we go. Seven. There we go. 23. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, Rowan, as you sit there finishing your meal, you see a familiar face walk into the tavern. Uh, it is the bounty hunter, Yinra Emberwind. Ah, oh, Yinra. And she walks in and has a couple, couple other people with her. And you can see she's uh, coming into um, the tavern and, and takes a seat. And she kind of eyes the group from, from afar. And, uh, and sits down. Yeah, I rolled a, guys, a, a one on my perception, so I'm just in you have completely, no completely <laughs> enthralled in this meal. Yeah. Okay. It. She's eyeing our group. Guys, she don't. she did eye the group as she walked in and sat down. Like she know she noticed you. She knows you're there. Um, but then she sits down and, and starts going about her own business of gathering a meal. When she looks over, I'm going to raise a glass towards her. Kind of no, don't, no, don't, don't look. She gives you a nod, like a slow nod, like acknowledging that you're there and that you no. have a glass. Lee. She, she does not move to come over or anything. If you don't recall, she does not like you. Exactly. She does not like us. I'm That's trying fair. to fuel that fire so when we beat her, it'll be even better. I like. I like it. I she has additional information on her that we could. That 
that we could use for our quest. Who has um, a what? Who has what? Huh? Cheat. <laughs> um, oh, someone boy. catch Pete up, please. Yeah, I'm sorry if just anyone's too delicious. delicious. Pete, you Pete. spoke halfling five minutes ago. I speak halfling? <laughs> oh my gosh. When did I learn nice. halfling? Oh, some okay. good meat? Pete. Pete, don't look, don't oh. cause a commotion, but Yinra, Imber, Imber Wind, Imber Gust, Imber, um, uh, is here with, with, with a few other friends. Do you remember oh, yeah. Yinra? Yes, I remember who she is, but where are they? So don't look that way. Uh, well, if I po- I'm not going to point, but... Well, gesture with your eyes, just... All right, so I won't look that way. Yeah. <laughs> As he looks that way. <laughs> um, perhaps she's more reasonable than the other night, and we could converse with her? Maybe, no? You could try yeah. I'll let uh, one of y'all attempt that. Okay, fine. Pete doesn't speak common, so it's not going to be Pete. Uh, Jace, uh, would you like to uh, to converse with her? I've tried to steal the stuff out of her pockets. That's true. She um, and she me. caught me. She does not care for me. Um, so as... If you guys are going to head over there, I did hear some music kind of going. I might see if I could do a little bit of a huzzah, a little performance over there in front of the band with my sword and acrobatics uh, and see if I get any coins kind of tossed to me um, as I do a performance here in the tavern. As you look, there's not really space in here for any kind of performance. Oh, I'm quite nimble. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really pretty packed at this point. you know, just people around tables. There's a big hearth on one side uh, with a, a lovely fire. Uh, but there's not like, like the, the band's sitting oh, yeah, at the what's that table. Citizen? They're not necessarily like, they're not necessarily like on a stage doing anything. They're just kind of hanging out, playing quietly over in the corner at their own table. Uh, so, so but my plan's not going to work. So follow Jace over there <laughs> for this All conversation. Right. Sharon, uh, so I, I slowly walk up um, and and reintroduce myself. Uh, well, hello, Yenra. I don't know if you remember us. Uh, we had a, a pleasant meeting um, <laughs> last night, the other night. She kind of looks you up and down again and says... Yes, I, I do remember you. Uh, so, how, how have you been? Well, I'm sure faring much better than you are. Alright, so I see you still remember our pleasant encounter. Um, we do apologize for all the, the mishaps that happened that particular night. Uh, she just to... gives a dirty look at Rowan. And uh, just kind of... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's new to the group. Uh, anyway, we, uh, we just wanted to see if you would uh, be interested in sharing some information. We have gained some information, and if you have any that you would be willing to share, it might help us to make um, to, to settle this altercation uh, th- quicker than we would on our own. She looks, uh, she kind of looks at you, gives you a look, and um, says, 
And what information might you think I would find um, that I don't that you would have that I don't already know? Well, we we have some information I I would bet you don't have, but it does not seem wise for me to give out lay out all of my cards before information like your shoes untied you've probably been walking around like that all day <laughs> uh yes perhaps that but... she she looks down her nose at you pete uh as you've ap- approached holding your I poke her nose your, your, <laughs> as you as you've walked up with your you know bowl of, of food here perhaps and, uh, i should have come along kind of um, we do have um information that would be pertinent to to solving this case um however it would be unwise for me to reveal all my cards before uh i I have that same promise from you Mm. yes well i i'm not necessarily uh in sharing my information that would give someone any kind of advantage for the bounty offered by uh, the Watchmaster. So you don't like a challenge? That's uh... Oh, I doubt you would be a challenge. Oh, oh, oh. Be careful. He, short joke. He can, uh, he can hold his hand out and cause a light breeze. Height, believe me. Uh, so I'd watch out for this one. He can uh, throw a light breeze at people. Um, okay. <laughs> So roll, uh, uh, Jeff, roll a persuasion check. Persuasion, all right. Uh, That's a 21. 21, very nice, very nice. She looks looks at you again, kind of, you can tell she's evaluating, like, by the look of you, how capable she thinks that you are. And she tends to re. She tends to. She kind of reevaluates what she thinks. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll be willing to share with you, but not, not an equal exchange, mind you. If you want the information I have, then you are going to have to tell me something that you have learned, and um, I will give you the clue that I found for fifty gold. You, uh, you drive a hard bargain. Um, might I have a moment to discuss it with my comrades? Take your time. I'm just about to get my food. <sighs> Much obliged. Okay. Um, we kind of step back, up. and uh, we huddle up. <laughs> All right, friends, what do you think? <laughs> well, I don't I like think, her. Uh, yeah, we, I can't say I do either. Yeah, we have a location. Um, mm-hmm. There's not much information yeah. we actually need from her. I mean, this yes, she might have a piece of paper, but we we have we have an inside source into into what's going on. I think that we actually have a leg up. My true. concern here is that she doesn't respect us. I um, think the, uh, yeah. the most respect would be uh, completing this before her and Indeed. leaving her in our dust. If there is some way that we could prove our worth to these fellow people here that 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 were quite capable then that would be possibly worth a while but uh i don't know if i'm okay with giving of information we know quite a bit that i don't think she knows um 
maybe maybe we give a small bit. Um, one, we keep a secret that we have a cobalt in capture um, that we've that, that is now helping us. So we don't share that. We keep that to ourselves. I think uh, the crab might be good about good information to give out. Uh, we've already given it to somebody else, and they know about it. If That's she was to true. ask him, I'm sure he would tell her. Yes. This uh, monk's we, quite we could, however, we could assume that she doesn't know about the blasting powder. If all she found was a note, we did find these blast these brass canisters with the blasting powder, and I think that is a less less information that is still critical information. Are you? That might lead her back to. Neem Pete, itself. are you just carrying the food around with you through the tavern? You... Listen, I'm hungry. I'm a halfling. I eat. Okay. Oh my goodness. Just because you left your meal to cool doesn't mean I'm worth. Uh, it doesn't mean that's what I want to do. Okay, well, right. Ace, uh, you seem to be faring well with these conversations. Uh, I'm here to help in any way right. that I can. To, to confirm, all the information we're giving her is is the crab information, yes? No, the blasting powder. Don't the tell her about the crab. Don't tell her about the crab. She's going to know about the crab if she yes. asks the... Uh, yeah, uh, Wiltix, uh, he'll probably tell her about the crab. She okay, seems to be regular. Start off with the... Why would he want to... If she asks, he has no reason to keep it from her. Right, and if she asks about the blasting powder, he has no reason to keep, tell her to not she, tell her about he that. But know she doesn't know about the blasting powder. Nobody knows okay. about the blasting powder. Except That's okay. right. So then she'd be asking a dead end question rather than asking something she could about go something that we back already to where know the about. Blasting powder you two produced settle down. Okay, so what? Down. What I'm trying to say is maybe we give her information that's really easy to figure out. That seems like new information to her. Whereas if, if we give her our best information, that's in our worst interests. The crab isn't our best information. The blasting powder led us down a track that found out the location. The crab hasn't given us very much information. Also, right, perhaps... so let's give her the thing that gives us the least amount of information, which is the blasting powder. The blasting powder told us where they are. Without the blasting powder, we wouldn't have gone to... Okay, yeah, I, okay. I, I kind of Look. agree with both of you, but I would say if we, we show the crab, we show something we found that she did not. That may gain us some respect and, and, and bring us on more of a level playing field. Because we found something she clearly missed. Plus, here's the thing. We didn't just happen upon where the kobolds are because we were tracking down blasting powder. We happened upon it because we talked to someone who immediately gave us a job and we followed that job. If she goes she asking could... questions and is like, oh, well, you know, this thing, and he's already given out a quest to us, why would he be inclined to give it to someone else? Because we haven't gone back yet, given him any information. No, but we could. And then maybe it'll take her long enough to get down that trail but... to have to do it. Let's let's just Jace, I'll follow your lead with this. You've gathered all the information, you're leading the conversation. You decide what you want to do. Uh if there is uh that that's not enough information, mm -hmm. we can share some more. But uh can me and uh Pete do a persuasion check against each other? <laughs> See whoever rises <laughs> rolls the highest wins, persuades the other. Go for it. Sure. All right. And it's not. My plus zero. Oh, yeah, same. <laughs> you are your straight 17. Mine's not yeah. going to do that. 12. Yes. I think it's a bad oh, idea, but fine. All right. <laughs> Wait, Lee, what did you... Also, I don't even remember. What were you fighting for to share? With yes. He wants to give her the crab that we just paid for. 
Or that no, he just give it, it's just the information. We're not right? going to yeah, give her the, the crab. Yes. That we found the crab. Mm -hmm. We found and, the crab. Uh, and we'll take creative. But the, there's, there's still the issue of the 50 gold. Is this information worth that? It's, it's our information is... plus 50 gold. I agree. I don't. I don't think she has anything that's going to be worth that. Yeah, that's that's my problem. I, let me speak to her and see if uh, I can get her off this fifty gold issue. But because if I were her, I'd just be telling us she found blasting powder. <laughs> I, be, I believe we we settled on the crab, but uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Is I, if yes. I were her, I wouldn't be telling us information. I'd just be charging us free money. It's not free money if she's charging us. I've, She'd just be taking our I, money, is I've, what the happened. I've had this say. conversation more confused than I entered it. Um, all right, let's. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn around and and maybe they're still talking in the in the huddle, and I'm just gonna uh, turn back around to the, the, whoever we were talking to. Yinra. Your, Yinra. Yinra. Yeah, that's it. Um, or right, Yinra. I've I've discussed it with our comrades, and it, it's hard for us to place. The, the value of our information at such a, a low amount that we would be willing to also give the 50 gold. If we would be willing to share the information that we have in exchange for your information, uh, but we can't, the 50 gold, we can't make that, uh, that sacrifice. <clears throat> so she looks at you. <clears throat> she looks at you for a moment and, uh, kind of weighs what you've said. Uh, roll another persuasion check. Uh, uh, give 20. Him help action. Okay, he doesn't need it. Dirty? Uh, no, no. 16 plus 4. So dir uh, yeah, dirty, dirty 20. Oh, dirty. Okay, yeah. Yep. Meaning not natural 20. Not natural. Yep. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so she considers it for a moment and kind of slowly reaches into her coat and pulls out a scrap of, of parchment. You can tell it's, it's burned on the edges. And she's holding it to where you can't see what's on it. Uh, it's facing away from you. She says, this was found. This was found in the Goliath cell. Now, I will give it to you if you give me your information for 25 gold. But that is the last offer because I need to be gaining from this. You're coming to me. So take it or leave it. I say we leave it. All right, Inya, I, uh, I do appreciate the offer and, and your kindness. Um, but at this moment, I, I believe I will have to leave it if you... Uh, would like to reconsider and trade information for information. We're willing to do that. Um, but at this point, our, our information is simply too valuable to uh, also throw gold and put ourselves at a loss. Um, but thank you very much and have a lovely evening. Very well. And she just turns and goes back to eating her food and conversing with her companions. Do you think we could just fight them for it? I mean, I'm not... Was that was that on the table? As, I, as, uh, you, as you say yeah. this, well, a good hearty fight is always on the table. As I, you I say mean, this, walking away, you hear her say, "That would be unwise." 
Can I can we do a perception check on who uh, who all she has with her? I mean, you can you can look and see. I mean, you don't have to do a perception check. Necessarily. I just want to roll more dice. Okay, carry on. How are we gonna tell Reborn how we all died? <laughs> she's she, in chat. She's sitting. She's sitting there with a uh, with a dwarf uh, with uh, dark uh, black hair and beard um, braided. Um, he's got a, a kind of a traveling cloak around him that you can kind of see. Um, well, sure, go ahead and roll a perception check. We'll, oh, okay. see. we'll see what you I was going to say, like, can I size him up and be like, I think we can take him. Oh, My roll's pretty good, 22. All right. Uh, so you there can see through, like, in the in the gaps in, in the cloak, you see uh, a bit of armor. You're not exactly sure, uh, but you can tell that he's some sort of uh, mercenary or adventurer, uh, and then the other companion is a is a, a human uh, who's um, pretty tall, uh, probably you know I don't know definitely definitely uh, twice as tall as as Pete there, um, <laughs> but uh, he's real thickly you know thickly built, uh, muscular, and he has a cloak, but you can tell he's he's not wearing any armor at all. So, oh, all right. And that's it. Uh, and you can tell that they, they're armed. They've got you know, currently just sitting here in the tavern. They've got uh, daggers, and, and one has a a sword. The dwarf has a sword, uh, kind of poking out from underneath his his cloak. I uh, as she says this and everyone else is doing, I'm going to use my my brain of just like whipping around angrily and insight check to see if she's actually uh, a, a worthy opponent in a three v four. Okay. Oh, guys, so everyone is doing well. Let's uh, have Kit. So, so Made us all lose the game, bud. Like it? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, I hear you. Are you actually a challenge to me? Like, okay, that kind of thing. Uh, like our sure. our party versus your party. Insight check. What is her level? No, that's not what I'm going for. Ooh, 18 plus 3. Okay. Um, from what you can tell, she seems um, experienced. You, you For the know, most part, I have no idea what I'm doing. She has, it's, not, it's not overly fancy to where it's not functional. Like, she's not... Uh, some sort of like nobility playing at being mm -hmm. a at, at playing at being a bounty hunter. I mean, it looks like she has like you know real gear that has seen use. Mm -hmm. It's it's well made for taking damage. It's and well made with it. for for mm -hmm. adventuring. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you guys, my cleric. Yeah. Yes, got nothing off of that. <laughs> All right, um, that's gonna be all scroll. I don't know that it's a wise decision have you all okay. the information she has is worth this it point. this she's not even worth our time these people aren't even fit for battle and and we wouldn't want to embarrass them in front of everyone here so i i think it best that we we leave them alone and i, say, I obviously say all this loud enough for yinra to hear um, this is her area, her town, and, and if these newcomers to come in here and completely mop the floor with them, like we would, uh, 
would only hurt her and what she's trying to do here and possibly destroy her business. And that's not what we want. We don't want to embarrass her with her uh, with combat um, and defeating her and her friends and just making them look like total buffoons. So, it's, and again, we don't even need her, possibly even need her information based on everything that we know. <clears throat> okay. So, um, you guys have finished your meal, and it, when you come back to your table, you notice, like, your plates or bowls are gone, other than Pete's, who's been carrying his around. Um, <laughs> See, that's what you get for leaving your food around. But, but you take did it. all kind of Do you have any more? and walk over to Any more there, Pete? No. No, you don't speak halfling. As, Pete, as, we, as you come that? back to the table, you actually see some other people sitting down at it. Oh, well. Yeah. This was a we weren't planning on sitting down any here anymore. Yeah, any is... longer anymore. It's, uh, yeah, let's so. just make our way out, guess on, out of here. Uh, um, do you have like a to-go go box that you could box up a meal for me? Are you, <laughs> are you, ta are you talking to, uh, to the the um rack hill or any of the servers just to go uh Bra maybe a Brax small... walking by with uh with you know his tray of of drinks for another table and he's like uh, uh pretty sure that uh what was left on your table has already been taken out but uh, you guys are pretty much done with it yeah and i'm just always hungry but it's fine thank you all right but uh, the next so time if you let me know ahead of time I can make sure to, to, you know, package up whatever you have left. Do you have any cookies? Little snacks I can bring mm, for the road? No, you'd have to hit up a bakery in the morning for that. No, okay. All right. Thank you. But that's a good idea. Maybe in the future. <laughs> he gives a chuckle and he walks off. And uh, you are for leaving the tavern, I assume, at this point? Yes. Okay. As I'm following you, you guys are... wherever we go, still trying to eat some of the food that Pete's still carrying. <laughs> I just uh, want, as you I just as you are, are eating out here, you do see, um, you do see uh, Wiltix come out of his shop. Uh, the door, the outside door is closed, uh, but he runs, you know, through through the door to the tavern uh, into. Um, into the the evening air to, to catch you wait 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 uh i have i have this uh this device for you already yes. uh, and since you Whoa. were kind enough to pay in advance i went ahead and finished it for you uh thank so you here you are yes thank you so he hands it hands it to you and it is uh like i said it is a vox seeker and uh, you now see... That's not what I wrote down little, for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, VOX Seeker. I wrote Vox Popper. <laughs> nice. Not quite. But, uh, you, so you do see, you know, it, it is a little crab auton automaton. Um, and uh, it has, uh, like, a little wind-up gear on it. Uh, and he briefly explains, if you wind that up, um, you know, if, if, you, if you give it a, a few wind-ups, it will work for about a minute. Uh, if you continue to wind it and wind it and wind it and wind it, you can maybe get 10 minutes out of it for, for one wind. Um, and, uh, and you know, it it's you know, a little automaton, so it's not like, you know, it is immune to certain things. You know, you obviously, 
but it uh, will seek the the nearest uh, source of sound or the nearest voice uh, whenever you wind it up and, and set it free. Uh, and when it does so, it will, uh, you know, make a make an attack and give it a little jolt. So. And uh, are we sure that this one will work exactly like your old ones? This one has not been tampered with. Oh, I'm so. sure it'll work uh, better than what the original person made it to be. Okay. I mean, after all, it's my design. All right, fair enough. I just I didn't Thank know you. if they created it to do different things, but yes, okay. Thank you. Yes, thank yes. you. Uh, I believe someone heard that I wanted cookies, and they brought me a few. There's quite generous people here, this Hupper uh, Duke. But um, what I wanted to say is, is there any way that we can do something on this crab, uh, and it would just head home, and we can follow it? Unfortunately, no. It's it's not that, that advanced by any means. Hmm. Well, thank you. Just uh, just has a, a simple sound sensor that uh, picks up someone speaking and, and heads towards them. All right, interesting. Okay. So I'm sure you guys are thinking the same thing I am. That and doesn't know this thing exists. We could spook him with this. I am how. I, I I was not thinking that, but now I'm also afraid it's going to get crushed. He may actually use that hammer of his. Well, maybe, but we've never seen him use it in the first place, so that's fair. We may not. No, I think he used it one one time on a cobalt. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, uh, yeah, I remember that. Because yeah. I was afraid he was going to make the cobalt explode when I was near death. Yes. But, yeah. Okay. So, yes. Thank you. Sorry, I'm so sorry, Wiltix. We sometimes oh, go no on problem. tangents, but no thank problem. you, I, thank you so much help. for this. Come yes. back and see me sometime when the shop is open. Be of happy course. To, happy to help. Thank you. All right. <laughs> well, well John, what is sure the we... play now? So can we... Um, it, it, it's getting pretty late in the night. Is anything still open? Like, if we go to the lower level, is anything still happening? Uh, Probably not at this point. Okay. Um, um, you've obviously, like I said, getting into the evening time. I think it would be best if we head back and rest up and continue our journey in the morning. Yes, uh, I agree. All right, uh, so can as I... you head back, go ahead, what are you saying? Uh, is there some sort of mechanism on this where I can like wind it up and then stop it from like spinning? That way it can be like pre-wound? Um, I mean, you would have to fashion some sort of device. I mean, it's kind of a typical like, you know, key-like wind wind up mechanism mm -hmm. uh that just kind of spins on the back that doesn't have like a stopper or anything um so i mean you would you would have to try to fashion something if you wanted to yes um, but it wouldn't take you but a moment um and i can give you the the item card for it but it's basically it's one action to wind it up for one minute okay so yeah so um Somebody in the chat said they weren't able to hear me very well. Can y'all hear me better now? Yes. Um, yeah, I can hear you fine. Hopefully. Okay. Uh, I was just going to say, with that, stepping outside to head back, uh, let's take a quick couple-minute break. Okie doke. All right. Much better than said. Uh, and thank you for, for letting us know. Um, yes. Like I said, today has been a mishap. I'm going to have a 
fun time trying to get all of the audio and video for this mm -hmm. episode. The sounds are great, though. Parts I of really it have been, have been missed. So. Yeah, I'm really liking the sirenscape. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and and I can also maybe send you mine, uh, my VOD. I can download it because you've been everything's been good Perfect. on my side. Because I've been able to be hear great. you the whole time. That would be great. We will work that out. Okay, so couple minute break. We will leave. Um, the Let's see. Hold on. Can you hear the music playing when I do this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I can still hear. Perfect. It. That means I can mute myself, and you can still hear the music. Oh. Okay, we will be back shortly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll spin up something. <laughs> A little break time entertainment. Uh, Aaron asked us, are there any do's and don'ts of interacting with the stream? Uh, I would personally say no, there's not any do's or don'ts. We love interaction as much as possible. Uh, just please don't be upset if we don't respond right away. Um, but yeah, we love to see kind of what people are saying in the chat and especially kind of we, like these yeah, moments. We, we may only address guys. them. We may only address them uh, like in the break or after the stream though so just because we'll we'll be mid you know session but if, so. if you if you were to throw in suggestions that could be funny and we happen to catch it that might inspire us as players to kind of respond uh and, and bring um like if you're like man it'd be funny if this happened and i read that and i might be able to try to throw that in to into yeah. what's happening or but if you we throw in not, suggestions. But we may not uh, respond directly to you. So. <laughs> Yoshi says the trick is to let them yes, know of technical problems. Thank you, Yoshi. I appreciate it. So would it be inappropriate like I said, it's, uh, it's been a day. So. Yeah, would it be inappropriate to talk to a character? I mean, if you have personal connection with anyone and you want to talk with them, or if you're throwing in stuff in the chat, there could be a thing that Seth reads that chat response and decides an NPC walking by says that statement or something. And so by, by any means, we want to make sure that throughout the stream that you guys are feel comfortable throwing in those messages. Oh, and uh, as someone I, I who likes to, that, to improv, my goal is to see if I can yet. throw that in as a character that fits within the story. So sure. if you guys are responding almost as if they're like NPCs in the crowd or whatever, and I see something, we can throw some of those try to see if we can throw some of those moments i, in I there. will say biggest rule will be try to keep it family friendly yes that is the so, that is the big rule do your best to as, keep it as, as family we are trying friendly as to possible. keep everything family friendly so. indeed yes what wait what are we doing what did i miss uh um, reborn is saying mean things about you no that sounds about right uh right. you uh fell off the cliff as we we're walking past the top the upper deck also um, about right. Chew, uh, I managed damage. to survive uh, to to grab Chewy, so Chewy's fine. <laughs> oh, here you go. Hold him. Yep. But, but then I then I sneezed and immediately threw him off as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. You know, looking on the stream, the graphic that we quickly kind of threw in there doesn't look too bad. I'm pretty. No, no, it actually looks pretty good. It actually looks like it. Uh, the it. The, the sparks are in the same direction as the uh, as the background itself on mine. Yeah, it's so kind of it's pretty good. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's looking pretty good. Um, we might, I mean, that was a quick thing that we pieced together, but if, mm -hmm. if someone has to be out again, I think some 
a right. little bit of animation to it might kind of help and some other additional information just so if someone pipes in in the middle of the stream they kind of know oh this person this person's out because right. of the information that's thrown on there that's true. okay so we'll, we'll yeah more we'll work on it have a little bit more time work on some of those things okay excuse me drinking soda now so i got some burps apologize it was from the delicious beverages that they gave us at the tavern yes Yes. Did we, uh, did we ever talk about how the second mead tasted? <laughs> Reborn's like trying some... to still throw a hammer at, at my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it. I mean, it tasted like really good mead. Huh, okay. All right. But it didn't have the nostalgic flavor huh? of the first one. No, uh, we're like an intermission. What's up? One moment. We can hear you. Sorry, I'm adjusting my camera. Oh, and then I just bumped everything. That's precious. It's kind of trippy whenever the green screen doesn't move, but my camera yeah. does. That is precious. Yeah. Trippy. So, uh, my, you know, my daughter, um, Know, pulled out my son's hair with the vacuum cleaner, you know, just a normal yep. dad day. Classic. Um, and Classic. my wife, my wife's in here. She's over at her computer now, and she was telling me that um, that whenever they did their prayers uh, just a while ago, that she was praying for Shep, and my daughter said that she already prayed for him, that God would let his hair grow back faster. Oh, that's precious. It's <laughs> wow. nice. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, I like that the that the response from Noah was like, "What vacuum is that? It looks like yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty ridiculous." Wow, it, it is to... pretty insane. I'll give you that. Yeah, Noah's response was like, "What vacuum is that?" I know. That was crazy. Wait. <laughs> All right. All right. So, Pete is back. Sorry for the wait. Hi. We've got a wonderful restroom here. Yeah, uh, you're gone for quite some time. Yeah, indeed. That's what happens, isn't it? Very modern. <laughs> Very modern. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. You're not, yeah, you're not wrong. Pete, <laughs> when, you, when you're actually able to speak common, you're, you're quite humorous. <laughs> all right so let us return to the game uh so you all leave the tavern and you are heading back toward the um blushing tankard tavern correct all right yes right i mean that's what you're doing that's, right that's correct yeah okay all right, so you are heading back. Hey guys, let me know and, how my audio sounds. I'm trying to uh, put on, on a noise the gate. Other side of the Yoshi, mainly how's it upper sound? district. Uh, so you've got, you get to track the entire length of it. Um, but uh, somebody roll. What's the marching order at the moment? I'll be in front. Okay, Lee's le leading the way. Lee's leading. Okay, I'm Lee probably leading. in the back. I'll take third spot. I'll be second, and I'm kind of talking to. Uh, I'll be talking. I guess I'm talking to Pete because I'm better. I'm able to better understand him slightly. 
So, Pete Flamekeeper, quite a name. Uh, what, what's, is there a story behind your name as a flamekeeper? Uh, it seems pretty. That's a, it's kind of... Keeper of flames? It's a long story, but it comes from my father's side. My father was a, uh, he was a pyromancing sorcerer. He was kind of specialized in fire, but he, you know, met my mother, fell in love with druids and druidcraft and... Uh, you know that was that was his that was his sorcerer name when he was known was uh, Flamekeeper. So it stuck, and that's my last name there. Hmm. Fantastic story. I'm gonna need Jace or someone to tell me what you said. Um, what was that? I'm, I'm a little bit too far back. I can't hear. <laughs> uh, something about druids and flames, Uh-oh. and now he's here. So. He's so, a he's a druid. Long, long story short, yeah. Flame. Interesting. Um, so as you're walking, um, Jace, roll, roll a animal handling check. Oh, oh! This um, is where the cat disappears. This is a uh, <laughs> seventeen. Okay. Um, so you notice Chewy, who has been, you know, alternating between riding on your shoulder and walking behind you and walking around, you notice that Chewy, um, has stopped. Chewy. Okay. And he is probably about 10 feet behind you. And he is looking into a dark alley. This, this seems not good. Uh, friends, I believe uh, Chewie has... Uh, something has caught his attention. Um, I believe we should investigate this here ominous dark alley. Um, let me... Yeah. Let me peer... Yeah, sure, I'll peer into this dark alley. And I, I do have night vision. Can I peer into it? Sure. Not night vision, dark vision. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and stealth and use my ring one of the more of the charges for advantage on it okay go for it i would like to just after having heard this i go chewy it's all right we'll take care of it you get to wherever is safe yes and i tuck chewy away uh into my cloak and uh, okay. I, I he he doesn't i mean like he doesn't initially go for a second he kind of kind of looks at he kind of hesitates stares into into the alley uh, and then bolts for for you, okay. Right. And as you as you he- hear this, you hear um, you hear so- something running from the alley, okay. Um, and you get you're kind of on at this point. The alley is is kind of coming out uh, between the buildings, and you're just in a in a a, a narrow road mm-hmm. and out of the alley comes um, what what you would expect um, but a group of uh, kobolds headed of, right for you oh, yes. of course more of these and the tavern the the band playing there is quite loud i was not even able to hear (laughs) yes they are still (laughs) still quite loud um but all of a sudden you're 
you get the sense that uh, that they die down. <laughs> oh, yes. And it's quiet. You well, can no longer sleep. hear the music. It's getting late. Mm-hmm. Um, nice wind. My stealth roll was an 18. I don't know if that matters or not. But. Okay, sure, sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. So, all right. So, everybody to say roll initiative. Yes. Let's okay. do it. How many are there? Uh, it appears that there are five kobolds. Twelve? No, that's not going to go great for me. Okay. So, we are... Let me move over here. Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel like I'm in a noir film. Yes. I got a, the the battle hasn't started yet, so I got a nineteen for my initiative. Oh, wow. Okay, I got a nineteen too. Okay. Oh, nineteen. And... I think higher decks is the one that goes first. What's your decks at? There, old Lee, Lee Swifty Hill. I'm gonna take a guess and say it's higher. You're probably right. <laughs> so What's your decks? Your decks? Yeah. Your just raw dexterity is. Just kidding, no, it's uh, 16. That's what mine is too, so it is a roll off. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, what's your initiative? Uh, I rolled a 19 for my initiative. Well, oh, what's plus, your plus what? Plus, what's your plus, plus four. four. Oh, dang. The, yeah, if it's roll. 16, they're going to be the same. <laughs> no, mine's plus three, so. All right, we're just going to, you just want to do a d20 roll off here? For I'll let you, you got the higher initiative, I'll let you take it. Pete and Jace, what's yours? Uh, I just pass. Pass Twelve. on a roll off, Lee. Wow. Pete, Pete's five, and Jace, what was yours? Twelve. Yes. Twelve. Yeah, you didn't think I was that dexterous, did you? Did you, <laughs> Noah? I'm surprised. Quick and nimble. I mean, that makes sense why you're such a bad bard, but. <laughs> oh, wow. Bang, bang, bang. Easy. Easy. <laughs> I'm shots right. fired. Shots fired, indeed. Okay. Rush. So, here we go. Uh, we're reusing some things. Okay. So. I think I've been here before. <laughs> Seems. Nope, it's a completely different place. <laughs> All right. All right. So, you now have. Uh, who was who was in front again? I was in front, but I'm stealthing, so I'm gonna move. Yeah. So. Kind of towards okay. one of the buildings. I had. I. Let's say I I had uh, gotten Chewy into my cloak. Um, and I didn't say I advanced forward. I had wanted to walk over and look down the alleyway and be like, I'll take a look. And I was about to roll my perception to look. Okay. Pete, where were you? Uh, I was number three of wherever. Whatever that would have been if we were in a line. So it was like, is this okay. the alley? 
Is this the alley? Or is this like this the alley? This is this is the alley. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> I was wrong so, all the way. We'll say you're walking back this way. And for stealthing, you'll be over there behind this tree. Okay. So, you are immediately faced with some kobolds. Who are rushing out at you. Yo, Bereans, how are you, by the way? And we will change this to some battle music. Oh, let's go. go. So, uh, once again, by Sirenscape. Thank you very much. Knight to E3. Nice. All right. Four and five. Okay. Don't like the odds. All right. So. Um, because you had a, uh, an alert from your cat, uh, then it will be just the order of initiative here. So who, I'm sorry, who rolled higher between Rowan and Lee? I'll let him take it. (laughs) You let him take it. Uh, all right. So Rowan, you are up first. Alrighty, so I go ahead as I attack, I whip out, or they're running at me. I go ahead and whip out my swords and immediately attack the closest one to me. So I'm actually, I might actually, I'm going to jump at this one. Which one? Okay. So you're going to get right up in his face? I'm about, I'm going to swing on with my sword. Okay. So right here. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. Uh, does an eighteen hit? An eighteen hits. Awesome. So with this attack, uh, uh, Rowan is. I'm right going to here. also Rowan. do a defensive flourish. So, which. For those that don't know, my defensive flourish is whenever you take the attack action on your turn, your walking speed increases by 10 feet until the end of your turn. If a weapon attack hits, you can expend one use of a bardic inspiration and deal extra damage equal to the number you roll on the die. You also add the number to your AC until the start of your turn. So that is a hit. It is an attack. So I'll go ahead and roll my damage. And then I'll also add uh, my bardic inspiration is a 1d6, correct? I believe so. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, 1d6. Yeah, yeah. So I'll roll attack with this. So that's eight damage plus. I'll go ahead and select. I use one bardic inspiration and roll a d6. So that would be a total of nine damage with that swing. Okay. Which stinks because my bardic inspiration is only one. It's only one. That's okay. Uh, It it was more than enough. Okay. Uh, so you leap into action at the first uh, kobold to, you know, arrive in the shadows. And 
Oh, I Liam. Uh, how do you five kobolds? How do you finish off this kobold? Oh, okay. Jumped out of the alley okay. to attack us. Uh, as I leap forward, uh, I'm going to. Uh, so I jump, leap, slice the the kind of the back of the knee. So when he drops down, as I'm turning and looking towards the other kobold next to him, I throw the sword backwards and stab into his chest. Nice, nice. As I'm so... holding up my secondary sword ready for my uh bonus action attack okay now can you do the bonus action attack if you're doing your defense yes i think that was your bonus i thought that was your bonus action no it is not a bonus action it's just uh whenever you take the attack action on your turn you just increase the speed it's just added to it added to the regular attack if a weapon attack hits you expend one use of your bardic inspiration until extra damage equal to the number you also add number to your ac so my ac's gone up to 17 and it, ah. it'll stay that way until the end of my next turn, but I still have my bonus action for my secondary swing for my other my other sword. Okay. Okay. Because you're basically your flourishes are what you're doing. Yep. Each action, and that's what's part of the school of uh, swords. Yep, that's correct. Cool. Awesome. No, that sounds fantastic. So... You said your AC is 17 presently? Uh, my AC is 17 now, which is why I was like, man, that stinks up my, my Bardic Inspiration I rolled a 1 on. If I would have rolled a 6, my armor class would have went up to 22 until the next my next turn. Um, okay, so I'm going to also then swing at this other Kobold right there next to me. Uh, okay. So, so just right this, this guy. Okay, so you're going to move all in front of him or are you going to move between the two? So I've just struck him here, and I'm just going to go right here. Okay. Boom. Yep. Perfect. I'm okay. going to swing on him, so roll for that attack. That would be a 23, not natural. Okay. That hits. <laughs> not natural. It's a natural uh, 23. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go ahead and roll my damage. 1d8 plus 3. That would be 8 damage. Okay. Him as well. Okay. And uh, so you rush forward as these kobolds are rushing towards you. And they um, have, you know, they're, they're silent. They're eerily silent, but they're, they're rushing forward you with intent. And you leap forward, slice one uh, in the back of the leg and, and, you know, stab him and take him out. And then you reach over and you get the... Uh, a good swing on the second one here, and uh, you, you cut him deep. You cut him deep, but he is still standing. So. Yep. And then, since I'm still in my de defensive flourish, as I slice at him, I still stand back as if I'm I'm kind of swinging my swords in front of me. Okay. To, yep. Uh, to defend. Try to block any. Yep. Perfect. Increasing your AC. Very cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, Lee. All right. <clears throat> I'm gonna move to over here. Okay, right and in front of him. As yeah, as I'm walking that way, I'm gonna pull up my bow and take a shot off at this one, and then uh, for my bonus action, expend a key point and make uh, a flurry of blows, whatever that's called. I know. Okay. Uh, so you're yeah, shooting at this one. Um, which one? Okay. Uh, go ahead and uh, take your shot. Okay. Um. Take your shot. Get him. 
Since he since he was completely stealth, does does he have this attack with advantage for this first shot? Um, he will have advantage on this shot. Yes. Uh, sixteen advantage did not help. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it that hits. Yes. So that is um six damage to the one with the bow. Okay. Expend a key point. Flurry of blows. The one first second. one is a f- uh, 14 to hit. And the second one is 16 to hit. Um, What was the first one? Uh, 14. 14? Okay, that does hit. So b- both hit. Okay. Um, it is total of 8 damage between the two. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. So he's already taken some damage from Rowan. Uh. So yeah, you come in. Uh. You take your shot. Um. I'm sorry. How much damage was to the one in the back? Six. Six. It was six damage. That's right. For your bow. Okay. So you shoot at the one in the back. Uh. You you see it hit. Uh. The the kobold. Uh clearly staggers for a second being struck uh square in the shoulder and as you come in you whip around how do you do flurry of blows with a bow with your bow since it's a long bow not a staff so i'm holding it in my offhand and i'm just gonna just one hand it just a couple times just kind of a double punch yep okay all right cool hit him square in his chest so you come in and you, um, you don't even need the second strike. Uh, actually, you just come in and you just pop him right after, uh, you know, right after almost at the same time that Rowan has is stabbing him, and it's just kind of like a bam, bam, like a stab and a punch to the face, and he just crumples to the ground. Uh, so with the so the first two are on the ground. Um, so I wish the dwarf could see us fight. Okay. Now we come to. uh, Now we come to. (laughs) He probably uses words again. (laughs) (laughs) Now we come to the Kabold's turn, and they are uh, going to fire at Rowan. Uh, The two in the back firing crossbows. Okay. Too fast. (laughs) Can't hit this. Much appreciated, Liam. Good information too, by the way. Let's see here. Do you uh, do you do some sort of sword play, Liam? That would be twenty-one. Oh boy, that hits me right through those swords. <laughs> right in right in the shoulder. Okay. How did he hit Liam, me in the same spot? Liam, you were corrected. Did not work. This guy. It's the same. same the wound spot. isn't even properly healed yet. Okay, Perhaps. and you take. They've got impeccable aim. They Ooh, knew my you weak take point. Eight points of damage. It's nothing. It is but a scratch. Okay. <laughs> uh, now the second one is going to shoot at Just you. Just a flesh wound. Okay. Okay. Let's try this again. I'll okay. dodge this. Uh, th- that's a miss. So he's going to hit you with that one. Pling. So the second one goes wide. 
Um, we can't say it bounces off like the sword. Like you can't say I did something cool. Like <laughs> it bounces off my sword sure, as I deflect. Okay, yeah. so you're like, you're, no, you're he shot the wall. Sorry. <laughs> you just missed. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I, I got to get used to your sword flourishes. So forgive me. Um, <laughs> just kidding. You it's good. So you're flourishing your swords, and the second one comes in, and you ping, and you you know you bounces off as you deflect deflect the incoming bolt. Um, so this this one right here uh, is going to move up here, and he's going to attack you with a sword. Oh boy! I see you Going also like to play with swords. <laughs> lose my dice, and that would be a seventeen. Uh, if it meets it, it beats it, right? If it meets it, it beats it. So it's a it's a swinging on you. Oof. Okay. So let's see. Uh, that would be nine points of damage. <laughs> Oof. So. And yet, I'm still standing. Still standing. You guys would like to click on over to your campaign page to see how badly I am hurt. <laughs> if you're following along in the Hearth and Hammer stream, oh. you can clearly view in the overlay uh, the uh, damage that each of the characters takes. It's not a... Uh, I've updated it, but on the stream, I don't see it. Okay. Um... Refresh it. You do have to mark it on your character sheet. It is. It is marked on my character sheet. I mean, for it to show up, so... Um, okay, perfect. Um, so now it is Jace's turn. Okay. Um... I will advance uh, right here um, uh, beside Rowan. Hurt. I will reach out uh, and I will cast. 15, 20, 25 right here or right here? Yeah, it should be right, right where I can touch him. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to reach out and, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds and, and touch him. And I'm going to say, we really must quit meeting like this. Uh, yes, thank you. Right there. That's where it hurts. Roll to see how much Ooh. you heal for. Uh, heal for nine. Can you nice. pull this arrow out? And um, he does, and heals you. Yes, I do. And uh, <laughs> then with my... It's like the, quite like better. the, the hole just kind of, you know, you see the, the holy light, uh, you know, flash for a second, and as he pulls it out, it just closes up the wound. Yes. And then uh, this kobold, that's directly that I can't click on, that one, uh, I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Uh, as my bonus action. Okay. Uh, sorry, which one? Uh, oh. Click next to him. That one. Okay. The one closest to Rowan. Uh, Perfect. It's right there. I rolled 11 to hit. Okay. Um, it does not hit. So okay. you summon your spiritual weapon, the uh, glowing holy sword, uh, and it... Uh, comes out of out of the ethereal nothingness and swings down and he dodges aside for a second okay well thank you for the heels maybe my, next my time pleasure. you'll get them jace 
Um, still managed to be doing more than a dwarf if we had him here. I'm going to use Reborn <laughs> as your spiritual weapon for a second. <laughs> yes, I think that was my problem. Yes. So. I'll have a spiritual weapon icon for you next week. Oh, okay. Fantastic. So. Is there is there in your spiritual weapon? <laughs> That's why yes, I missed. Thurden is the spiritual weapon for now. The banana hammer. The banana hammer. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it is now Pete's turn. Excellent. I've been. I'm going to do something I've been wanting to do. Oh, I'd like to summon boy. my wildfire spirit right here. Ooh, snap. So let's see. Oh, 5, boy. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Right uh, if, I need to, if I need to move at all, then I can. Uh, but I, would like I believe to be able it's to within it 30 feet, correct? Correct. Uh, actually, I am going to move because I can move, what, 25 feet? So 5, 10, 15, 20. I'll move to here. And then summon it. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna move to right here. Yeah, okay. I'll move to right here and then summon it and then here. Summon it right there. Perfect. Yep. So that way we're all in the fray. Um, any creature within ten feet needs to make a uh, dexterity saving throw. So that should just be these two kobolds. So uh, as my action, I summon that? my wildfire spirit. I use one of my wild shapes to do so. Okay. Um. Uh, you can summon a primal spirit bound to your soul no, as an action you can expend. I'm going to pull in something that I just sleep. That's wow. really big. I'm not going to do that. How big is a wildfire spirit? Um, what on earth is happening behind the kobolds? Should we be worried? Nope, that belongs to me. What on earth are you? So the, the spirit appears in an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see within 30 feet of you. Each creature within 10 feet of the spirit other than you, when it appears, must succeed on a dexterity saving throw against your spell save DC or take 2d6 fire damage. The spirit is friendly to you and your companions and obeys your commands. And I have its stats here. Awesome. What is okay. your... What is it? I believe... What's it look like? Uh, my spirit, its its most common form is a like is a firefox. Um, I met it. Backstory is I, I met it in the forest and helped it and kind of nourished it back to life, and it became my kind of source of energy of flame. Yeah, and Liam, I'm not sure. Um, I was wondering. So about it myself. is it is actually featured on my character screenshot. It's the little it's the little guy that hunkers down between my legs and helps me defend. Perfect. Okay, so he is right here. Excellent. And what is he what is he uh, gonna do? Oh, what'd you say? He has they have to make a what? They have to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Um, and so I have to use an action to summon it and my bonus action is uh, within five feet? Within ten feet. So within that should just feet. that should just be these two kobolds. Okay. Well the, this uh, one top left is one's dead. dead. Yeah, so that's okay. punched it to death. So wait, so these two are still alive? Down here? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, and this uh, and this one, this one right here is still alive too. So I'm being... five ten. Yeah. Okay. So, so here, then so these the one two right next to me is still would alive, still take damage. Two a little bit further back are still alive okay. as well. All right. Being suggested so to I'm ask here. if all creatures would include allies. I didn't want to ask. Uh, yes, allies. Me. Allies are um, all creatures yeah, and it's allies. Friendly, of, friendly it's allies. friendly to oh, you okay. and your companions and obeys your commands. So, okay. party being my companions, they're fine. 
Um, my spell save DC is what I'm having trouble finding. Give me one second. Okay. Spells. My spell save DC is 13. So okay. it could be a 13 or take 2d6 damage. Uh, so go ahead and roll your damage. Is it half damage for a save? Um, it doesn't say. Let me double check. It doesn't say, but I would assume as much. Let's see. It just says you must succeed on a dexterity saving throw against your spell save DC or take 2d fire damage, 2d6 fire damage. And then it goes and says the spirit is friendly to your companions. Usually it'll say if it's half damage though. Okay. I believe. So. Let's see. Um. Um, okay, we'll just do the half damage uh, for okay. this one for tonight. I'll see 2d6 is 10 damage. 10 damage. All right, so you... Uh, bonus action, yeah, command it to attack. And I say, uh, I don't have a name for it yet, so if anyone wants to help me out with a name in mm, chat, I have a couple of chat. ideas, but this could be a good go. time to have some input on this. Input on the name. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a poll this week and see what chat thinks the name of your your fox fire spirit should be um cool so let's see uh, also don't forget to expend a wild shape point for that pete reborn said a chewy burner <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little too on the nose but yes <laughs> uh pete uh make sure you use a wild shape action i did or yes. wild shape okay cool all right, so uh, you, how do how does it how does it appear when you summon it? Does it kind of like start um, as a flame? Perfect. So it doesn't say it. There's no specific description, but the way that I envision it, since it deals fire damage, is that it just seems like some sort of explosion. It just appears from nothing. There's a spark, boom, flames out into every direction, and anything that is in its path takes that damage. Except that it was over here. But yes, correct. So this this little guy just appears, and if I, I guess what right the party would oh be gosh. feeling is just this instant heat from nothingness, uh, this assumingly cool evening that now is there's just this radiant, fiery energy that has appeared out of nowhere, and we see this uh, somewhat hovering, somewhat shifting, um, translucent flame in the shape of a of a fox. small friendly fox. Small friendly fox. All right, perfect. So the fox materializes and flares up and you see uh, the heat just decimates um, the uh, kobold that is in front of, of uh, Rowan. And he just crumples to the ground um, on fire. <laughs> wait, wait, did I catch that right? That I got hit? No, 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 no. no. The oh, I thought you said that. <laughs> Okay, good. So we have roasted kobold right in front of me. <laughs> right in front of you. Mm. Uh, Delicious. And then the one in the back uh, that is closest um, takes uh, five points for half damage. So. Okay. You're saying this guy? Oh, did I do that wrong? That this guy guy's. is on is has crumpled. The guy right in front of you. Yes. Yep. 
Okay. Gosh, the one, the one nearest back. to you is now a flame. And the guy uh, in the back is not a taking some damage. Okay. Uh, so since I have commanded it to attack, it takes its turn immediately after mine. Um, and the attack that I want it to do is Flame Seed, which is a ranged weapon attack. And it is your spell modifier to hit range 60 feet, one target you can see, and a hit on a hit is 1d6 plus uh, proficiency bonus fire damage. So d6 yes. plus two, I suppose. Sure. Um, so I'm going to have it attack the one that's already taken some damage, the one that's okay. to, that Perfect. just took five. Um, so I guess it. Ooh, that'd be cool. As it appears, it it uh it doesn't move, but it just stays there and it just blasts flaming energy from its mouth in a short burst to go and hit this other kobold. Very what nice. is that what does that sound like, Colin? Does that... <laughs> wow. Perfect. I like it. Okay. Um okay, so uh roll for that attack. So spell attack. Plus proficiency? Is that what I said? I believe so. I'm looking at your... I'll have to look at your thing in a minute. Actions. Okay, I'm having to go backwards to find all this. Uh, spell attack mod. And damages. Okay, so... Got a plus five to hit. For spell casting. That's a dirty 20. Okay. And for damage, it will do 1d6 plus 2, which it'll do 3 damage. Okay. So he pops out and opens his mouth, and you hear kind of that crackles, like, snap of the flames, and then just like a beam of flame shoots out towards him and uh, hits the kobold, um, you know, singeing him all over more than he already is. And uh, he's looking really rough. Like, he's on fire, and he is panicky at this point. Excellent. So, awesome. So now we get to uh, top of the round. Rowan. Uh, so I was, I was having fun drawing the flames for everyone. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just really help with the really help with those visuals. Oh, I'm I'm still drawing flames. Okay, uh, so for clarity, the guy right in front of me is a singed, burnt cobalt. He singed and He's burnt. Yes. So there's no other cobalts near me other than those two ahead of me. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Well, and both are injured, right? Both are injured. Yes. I'm going to say, I wish this dwarf was able to be here to see this. And I'm going to uh, lunge. Uh, at, that one? Yeah, probably. Uh, um, athletics check. To lunge? Yeah. Just roll an athletics check. What is happening? Why would you? Did you can, it, can it be acrobatics for a fancy jump? <laughs> acrobatics with disadvantage I'll take that over my athletics to be honest <laughs> I'm not sure if you see my stats right now but I am not a strong character okay so that's an 18 for the first roll and that would be a 9 for the second for those at home wondering uh, these things do typically explode and he did just run over one yes 
That's on I was, fire. I was going to ask about that is on fire. <laughs> there's a there's a fuse um, time. So which is why I lunged past it as yeah. quick as I could. Okay. So um. So roll a dexterity check now. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Let's roll this. I'm not fine with that. Dang it! <laughs> I rolled a <laughs> I rolled a six. Okay. Perfect. So <laughs> you. This is perfect? Yes, yes, it's perfect. It. Um, I don't think it's perfect for you. <laughs> so you go to lunge past this prone, flaming kobold that is on the ground. And as you go to leap past him, um, you trip on the kobold. Classic. Mm-hmm. And um, you will take... Two points of fire damage. That's fine. That's fine. I'm and okay you uh, are prone. Oh, I don't even get like as I fall, like the sword right happens here. to. <laughs> now you still have some movement, so you can stand up, but you can't necessarily move from that spot. So can I stand up? And is that within my? You can stand up and attack. Uh, you okay. can move. Yeah, you could move. You know, I mean, there's like the spaces around. So how many here, how many feet here. of movement would you say that I that I have? Uh, you half probably half left. Well, now probably half. less than that because you lunged. You probably have about five feet of movement left. Okay. Okay. Uh, great. Um, then I will uh, swing with my sword and. I'm going to go ahead and do a slashing flourish. Slashing uh, flourish. Yes. And what does that another... <laughs> oh, let me read home. it to you for the viewers at home. We'll show you what's about to happen to these to these kobolds here. See if I trip and get embarrassed again. Um, whenever you take the attack action on your turn, your walking speed increases by 10 feet. So it gives me the little boost. You're saying I went prone. It gives me a little boost to move a little bit more uh, sure. until the end of the turn. If a weapon so attack hits. Feet. Yeah. The weapon attack hits, you can expend one use of your bardic inspiration to deal extra damage equal to the number you roll on the die to the target you hit and to another creature within five feet of you. Very nice. So I'm going to roll and just hope I hit. You guys are going to start getting a lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to roll for my first attack. Uh, that'd be a 19. Okay. That's a hit. Uh, and, and which one was the was the stronger one? Uh, they are both equally damaged at this point. Great. So uh, then I will hit, I'll hit uh, this guy. Okay. I've moved in between them so that they're both within like five feet of my reach. Uh, okay. So that's a hit. So I roll my damage. That would be seven plus my 1d6 for my bardic inspiration. Yes, three damage. Okay. So that'd be, that's 10 damage to that first guy so and you... three damage to the other guy with the Perfect. slash. All right, um, so that'll do it. So how do you finish these two off? 
<laughs> I still yes. had a bonus action that I didn't even need to see. Yeah, so I jump forward. I embarrass myself with the, with knocking myself prone, but then I use my momentum to continue the roll, lift up, and I want to swing through through the kobolds, the the one on the left's neck, and as I follow through to the other one, it slices through his his abdomen. So I kind of slice down, slice down at an the, angle, okay. into into the abdomen abdomen of the other one, and the sword sticks into into the abdomen of that kobold, and I lift my foot and and kick him kick him off the sword, kick him and off then the I sword. as I finish these last kobolds, I also turn around and and kind of sling the the swords where any uh, residue to clean them off whoosh, whoosh, yes, yes. and then put them back uh into with a flourish into my yeah with a flourish again. and <laughs> sheath and i say and that is how it's done does that need a Perfect. performance check no, you want me to roll performance for that is, is this to see how impressed you are <laughs> for you know roll a performance <laughs> check to see if you get them back in your sheets nat one <laughs> nat one stabs himself <laughs> I got a nat one. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yes. Oh no! All right, all right. So um, take yeah one point of slashing damage. For... But I try to play it off like mm, that didn't just happen. It's like when I when I threw the there, swords into the sheath of, too far and kind of it, catch it just catch a little bit. Yep, I'm okay. Kind of catch your thigh a little bit. That's not my Perfect. blood. It's theirs. Yes. <laughs> Of course. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Okay, well, with that, uh, <sighs> combat does come to a close. And you oh, are standing you there aglow words? in the wash of the flames of Pete's Firefox. Hey, that was, uh, that was pretty impressive. That and the, the burning kobolds. I like uh, who are completely surrounding Rowan, by the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> should probably move. Uh, yeah. Please, no southern movements. Um, Stay still, Firefox. I'm going to scoot back across the path of the one that's uh, already don't, exploded. Don't worry about it. Just stay there first. He's, are you willing? He's friendly to you. Are you willing? Just yes or no. Hey, you know what? I trust you. <laughs> Great. Um, return. And my Firefox uses fiery teleportation, and the spirit and each willing creature of my choice within five feet of it teleport 15 feet to an unoccupied space that I can see. Okay. Where are you going to teleport? So he's going to teleport uh, 5, 10, 15. So awesome. It'll just come back to here. Don't put me next to the other dead kobold. All right. Well, well that say... one's already blown up, hasn't it? No. None of them we'll, are we'll say, we'll say We'll say right here, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'd like to appear. I no, want to quickly do an investigation right check on the one in front of me. Uh, okay, Roll. letting them know so they have time to move out of the way if they do. Are you? What are you trying yeah. to look for? Are you trying to find something on them, or are you trying to? I'm trying to find if there's any mechanism on it that's okay. going to cause Roll it to explode. A medicine check. Oh, is medicine one of my professions? Seventeen. Okay. So you find a small slit in, you know, on, on the kobold in, in, on its chest. Um, and with that, you're able to open it and you pull out the little uh, pellet 
that you suspect is is what is causing the explosion um does it can i find a way to disarm it um you can try let's see hold on let me find out what the dc for that is i think it's like two if i remember correctly <laughs> something like that you have to roll a one to get and, it to uh, work as he toys with this i i take maybe just a step back <laughs> i'm still shocked that i just teleported and i'm still like <laughs> am i dead am i yes Am I fine? I'm kind of sad that the Firefox is no longer there because I wanted to pet it. I was going. Oh, it is. To. It's next to you. Oh, it's it's it's, a, it's, it's way, behind that, me that and next to you. That pellet is about this. That yeah. pellet is about the size of an acorn. And I, I get uh, I get Chewy back out and I look at him and say, "You really must step up your game." If you want to you disarm it, let's see. Do you have Tinker tools? I have Snoop. I actually no. just realized I, don't I have, have proficiency in calligraphy. Wait, hold on. Some pocket Same lips, thing, right? Some pins. Uh, some string. So as you as you are holding <laughs> it, you're trying to see if you can disarm it. Uh, it starts to vibrate we'll in to your turn hand. That into and get, get get hot to the touch. Like, That's what do you do? What I can do. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna chunk it. I'm gonna chunk, chunk it. it. Okay. All right. Oh, it looks like he has an idea roll, where he's frozen. Roll frozen. It <laughs> also, is anybody doing anything else? Uh, I'm trying to pet the Firefox. Yeah, you can do that. Um, were you just sitting that still, Colin? Because you looked like you were frozen. Anybody else doing anything else? Um, I, I'm wanting I'm to look past uh, where the kobolds are to where they came from and, and see okay. if uh, I can figure anything out in, in that direction. Um, you look and it's a dead end. Hmm. Interesting. Looks like they um, were really just waiting for you. What happens when I try to pet the Firefox? It's tangible. Okay. You can feel it and pet it. So that was a feels like a fox for me. An eight. Okay. Yeah. So you throw it, um, and as it gets it gets just out of reach, and explodes. Um, and about this same time, uh, the first two that are in the front here. And here also explode. Um, so let's see. So Pete, Lee, and Jace all need to make a dexterity saving throw. All right. Rowan, you're the only safe one right now. Which is fantastic. First time because, ever. <laughs> <laughs> because at one point I was down to one health. Like literally. 17? <laughs> one. 17? Okay. Fifteen. Ah, there we go. I was trying to trouble okay. finding where I needed to be. Eleven. Not gonna go well for me. Eleven. Yep. Okay. Oh, Liam, we definitely should have. So you were all. I was hoping I could see where they came from, though. It's not a hard, hard one. But no. you do take. If I can find the right dice. Mm -hmm. Ooh. 
four um, points this... of uh, bludgeoning damage. All of us? Yeah, all three of you, besides Rowan. So okay. basically, you see <laughs> what happens in rapid succession is everything <laughs> comes to a close with combat, and you get... Um, you get uh, Pete's Firefox goes shoom and teleports behind you guys. And Rowan is there with him. And he is kind of just like, oh. And so now you are all, um, the, there's you know light coming from the Firefox behind you, which Lee reaches down and immediately starts rummaging through the nearest kobold. And as he's doing so, he, he says, ah, I found it. Perfect. And he, he holds it up and you see something and it begins to kind of glow red a little bit and, and you can see it kind of shaking in his hand. He goes, ah, and he throws it and it explodes and it far enough away that it doesn't do damage. But as that happens, the one the ones that are nearest to you explode. Um, oh, actually also, um, hold on. Jace, you're going to take a little extra damage because you're next to two of them. You take one point extra of damage okay. so um so you have figured out what it is that's causing them to, them to explode it's something uh implanted in them um but uh but yeah so you are finished um pretty soon after within you know uh, 30 seconds later the the three in the back all just <laughs> explode and uh are just oh, wait, gone. Didn't yes. one of them get disarmed? Uh, yes. Okay, so you're right. So I will take that back. <laughs> Someone in chat told me one that of uh, them, I'm not that smart. Yes, I didn't you. figure that. Um, one of them has taken, uh, been disarmed, so you can take that point back. Okay. Um, so... You, everything is, is quiet now. You just hear the, um, you know, the quiet crackling of the flames of the spirit companion or the flame companion. And you turn around and Rowan is just sitting there gently petting the head of the firefox. And you think his hand would burn, but it doesn't. Yeah. Um, I'm also so used to the things exploding at this point. <laughs> I'm, like part of me thinks like, ah, I died. <laughs> like, Oh, I'm still here. <laughs> so of the five, there's one body still left. And it is, um, you know, that that is unexploded. So. Okay. We search to see if there's anything yeah. on it. Relatives of Crit? Uh, yeah, you can search. His brothers? Crit. Maybe. Oh. I don't like rolling these dice on D&D Beyond because the, like, Angles don't look right, so I thought I got a nat twenty. I didn't. I got a nat two. Nat two. <laughs> uh, doesn't uh, doesn't appear anything of value. Um, I mean, you, you do find the obvious. You find a, a hand crossbow and a short sword, rusty, uh, dirty, not well taken care of. Can I use my familiar to help to give me a help action? 
Probably not. Because I, I, all I was gonna say is like, I walk up, summon it, and like use the firelight to Man, help me I search have not. better. How do you do that? Um. No, because it wouldn't be helping you look. It would just be letting you see. Okay, I'll do so, it anyway. Uh, I'll okay, go for it. Uh, what are we looking for here, Pete? Not entirely sure, but just hopefully some further clue or some reason, maybe an maybe an order. No, Rowan could help you with that. Though. I'll go ahead and help you. Uh, help you out with that. That's uh, advantage, right? Yes. Great. Uh, advantage on investigation. Which plus one? That's a six and a twelve. Okay. So Thirteen. So. Right? Oh, I yeah, got you. Okay, overall, total. Oh, twelve. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so you're able with that. You're able to find. Um, the same little slit where the, the acorn device was, you're also able to find um, about uh, 15 silver and uh, four copper pieces as well. Um, but that's about it. Besides the tattered clothes and the uh, and the uh, the, the old weapons that it had. The thing that you just threw, uh, Lee. You do what? also see that it has the, the red mud, um, you know, staining the bottom of its feet. Interesting. Lee, that, that thing that you threw shortly before it exploded, do you have any memory of what it looked like in detail? Did you just say rememory? That's Maybe. happening for remember. Uh, thanks, Lee. Um, I'm a bit delirious. I almost do died. Do I need to roll like a? Uh, do I need to roll something for it, or do I have it? You could just describe it. No, it's fine. Okay. I mean, you, the what you remember. I mean, this was you know seconds ago at this point. So, it was a small you know metal pellet, kind of uh, the size of an acorn. Uh, very simple, but um, but kind of like you know almost looks like an acorn where it's like got a like bronze tube like structure that's kind of pinched at one end and then it had like a cap uh on one side so um does anybody have any paper or parchment uh i did however i was in the explosion uh earlier and my parchment also caught on fire okay so no I don't. Uh, uh, I'm just going to uh, do my best to describe it to them and try to do right. Easy enough to understand. To it. it wasn't yeah. a complicated device. Uh, outwardly, at least. So, uh, so yeah, so you're able to describe that to them, and you have finished combat now, and um, it's pretty quiet. You do hear... Um, you know, there's there's not very many people out. Again, this is evening. You're walking away from most of the revelry and things that are going on, and you are not too far from the Blushing Tanker Tavern. Um, and uh, what do you, what do you want to do? Just gonna keep going? Do you want to? Well, I'm quite exhausted yes. after As am I. this battle. Uh, luckily, Jace was able to uh, to keep me alive. Thank you, Jace. Uh, my my pleasure. Thought I was finally able to meet my end, but you uh, you were very close. 
I'm still here. So um, I am quite tired. I'd love to be yes. able to go and check in on my dear, our dear friend, uh, colleague, companion, Scrit. Yes. yes. <laughs> check on him as well as we happen to get an update from Thurden, the dwarf. Um, great. Uh, but uh, I, I would rather deal with him in the morning. <laughs> so uh, be sure and uh, tell him that we proved ourselves in battle um, once again and that um, the bard barely used his words in that fight and seemed to have hold his own. Perfect. But let's go ahead and head back to the the, the blinking, blushing yeah. tavern place, wherever he is. Or we could go to the other tavern and get a good night's rest and then deal with the dwarf in the morning. <laughs> you know. If, it, if we didn't have to check in on Skrit, I... I... I believe that would be the, the preferable solution, but yes, I believe. Uh, let's try not to tell him that, that a few of these looked quite similar to Skrit. Uh, might have been family members. We probably shouldn't tell yeah. him that we might have no. we might have killed his family members. But they attacked yeah. us first. But is there any chance we now, uh, since we know where the explosive device is, that we would be able to remove Skrit? I I quite like him. I think it might be possible, but it's definitely not something that I would like to try inside. We're gonna this need guy. some uh, some sort of tools to assist us with it too if anybody's Maybe. proficient with uh tinkering tools or anything like that I'm possibly go back them, but to the uh blacksmith the blacksmith that that is. I, say, I believe he might be willing to help i feel like we need some, some sort of doctor is is Maybe we'll have to do with some sort of medicine or survival if someone is is pretty decent at that i'm not bad in a pinch but uh we'll want to make sure and have a doctor there on standby. I'm really quite concerned about Skrit. And, you know, in fact, we might let Thurden remove the device just so that we're safe. Yeah, but then we're putting Skrit in more danger than he this needs is, to be in. That's a true point. I'm not convinced that I want to do that. Yes. I think that might. Um, anyway, perhaps that's that's a discussion for in the morning. Let's, yes. Let's, 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 head, let's call it a night. Let's head to the right. so tavern. Yeah. You had head back to the blushing tankard tavern and you walk upstairs and, and find uh skrit is still tied to the chair uh that pillow has has fallen down on the ground some drool on it um it's kind of nasty actually uh but you know and then uh Theridan is is over uh in the bed uh not not like all the way just like halfway like he's fallen halfway out of it, uh, but he's got the the rope wrapped. You know, the rope is tied around Skrit and then like kind of loosely uh, dangled over, and it's like wrapped around his wrist. Uh, so you know, he's like you know watching Skrit. So is is Thurden sucking his thumb while he's sleeping? He's not. He's oh. not. <laughs> Unfortunately, I uh, I I bring uh, Skrit a few uh, pieces of food that I got from the tavern on the way up, if they're open. Just kind of leave it on the table next to him. Yeah, and I also uh, kind of wipe up the spit. And take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect, perfect. And then okay. I take that same handkerchief and I throw it at third in. <laughs> it just lands on his face. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it just kind of like blows in the, in the yeah. So. <laughs> oh, perfect. All right. Well, we will end our session there this evening as it perfect. is now almost uh, 12. So yeah. thank you for joining. Um, everyone mark down where you're at. Uh, you can take a long rest. Um, yes, I desperately need and a heal, rest. And heal. So, uh, well, thank you everyone for joining us this evening thank you for uh being here in spirit and in chat uh reborn we we love you and we appreciate giving you a hard time when you're not here to defend yourself so yes. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun and we look forward to doing this again next week Absolutely. uh so once again uh we do stream on tuesday nights at 9 p.m central standard time here on twitch.tv slash hearth and hammer it's where we are recording uh at least when we remember to hit record uh the <laughs> with the episodes that we will then post on youtube and also on our podcast we would love for you to uh download and listen to the podcast on any of the podcast players that you prefer if you don't see it, let us know. It is still slowly filtering out to all of the different places on the interwebs. Uh, also, you can watch the multi-stream. Uh, we did forget to mention that earlier. Oh. But there is a multi-stream, so you can also watch the streams of um, Austin and and um, Dr. Heels and Reborn when he's here as well. So uh let's go in order and uh dr heels where can people find you yeah you can find me at twitch.tv slash dr heels um i stream every sunday tuesday wednesday and thursday typically pretty late at night um but yeah just come hang out sometime awesome uh, awesome and the yeah i'm i'm austin and you guys can find me at twitch.tv slash austin lcg when i do stream but i'd love to be able to plug something else real quick if that's okay uh at the time of this recording uh it's christmas week guys it is and, and i'm super super excited about it and so what i just want to plug and encourage is that uh is that if if you're able to and there's a church near you that is open i want to encourage you man go to those christmas services this is the reason for the season if there's not a physical church near you and you want to check out uh, an online church. I'm biased here, but I'd love for you to check out live.life.church. Uh, it's a great place. We have our, we already have our Christmas services running. The first service was 7 p.m. tonight, which is on a Tuesday. Um, and I got to be a part of that experience and putting all that stuff together. So yeah, I just want to encourage you guys uh, during the season, man, get to a physical location, get to, get to a church and check it out. Um, yeah, love to plug just that Christmas and uh, a local church. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, and Colin, where can people find you? I feel bad for plugging myself now, but yeah. Um, I'm also biased <laughs> right. about live.life.church. Definitely do that. We have some incredible things happening on that on that site, and it's been an absolute pleasure to get to work. Um, but for personal, uh, personal plugs, is at ColinKelsey2 on Twitter. And if you like photography, of some of the things that happen at live.life.church. Um, Colin Kelsey Productions is my personal. 
It's his personal, personal Instagram. And he froze. <laughs> uh, it's his personal Instagram that you guys can check out. He has awesome, amazing he does. photos he does. That, that he's been taking uh, behind the scenes in some of the projects. He uh, works alongside me uh, with the Church Online platform. Yes. And he's back. Yeah. He's back. Yeah, I was going to say, but we also have, uh, you know, anything, anything that you can find on uh, uh, Church Online, Laptop Church. I'll find out. I'll figure out the other handles for them to plug next week. For sure. Awesome. And Lee? Not your, you can Lee find me uh, on Instagram. Noah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> find me on Instagram at Noah Drew Mathis. Uh, and that's about it. <laughs> that's good. Some amazing things. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, my name is Seth, also known as White Fox. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at WhiteFoxSG at both of those places. And uh, once again, thank you for watching the hearth and hammer stream you can find reborn when he is uh not feeling bad at twitch.tv slash reborn crusader and he would love you to drop in and tell him hello he's and awesome and i know we've been he giving awesome. him a, a tough time throughout yeah. this but man yes. it's but we, we hope and pray that you're getting to feeling better and we absolutely, are so excited yeah. to have you back yeah um, absolutely and actually see what you can do with that hammer so We've seen, sure it. We've seen it. We've seen it. He did some pretty amazing <laughs> stuff the week before. So. He did. Last week he hit something, I remember. He did. He, he hit a door. He didn't go. He hit a door. He hit a door. He hit a door with the He killed a kobold. He divine smited a kobold. We forgot about that part. We're focusing smoked. on the door thing. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, he actually did not do well with the door. He to run head first into a door. Oh, man. Uh, so look for the VODs on YouTube. We should have that posted earlier this week because it's Christmas week. Once again, I'm off. Um, definitely agree with all the things that these gentlemen said. Uh, find some place uh, and enjoy the holidays with your family and loved ones. So uh, love you guys. Thanks for joining the chat. And we look forward to seeing you next week. So good night and God bless. All right.